Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, Segway, this is your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. This Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. Hopefully, this what it should be. This is your boy N O R E. What up? It's DJ EFN. And this is Drink Champs Happy Hour, Military Crazy War Radio, and a bunch of other shit put together. This is hip hop. Make some motherfucking hey! Now, right now, we have a real combination. We have hip hop royalty and comedy royalty. On one hand, we have a man who's broke barriers. I've been watching him all day today. He has jokes, Irish jokes. He has Indian jokes. He has Arab jokes. He has black jokes. He has white jokes. And all of them actually come out to see him. It was the most amazing thing. When I went through all his catalog today, I said he has the United Nations of fans. <laughs> this shit is hard. Then on the other hand, you have a, a brother who is hip-hop royalty. I mean, Relentless has been there. I was watching his interviews today, and it was crazy because when he actually spit, like, when he spits during, like, you can tell that's where he's more comfortable at. Like, instead of talking, like, he loves to spit. So I was just watching. I'm like, after all these years, all this time, for a man to still, you know, love the game like this, he writes, he, he engineers, produces himself. So these are two legends and two different worlds, and I'm so glad that they came together. If you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about a comedian, Russell Peters. Make some noise! And we're also talking about royalty, the uh, king shit right here. You know, Freddie Fox, Bumpy Knuckles. Make some noise! First of all, let's pick up the Best Buy Liquors because uh, we finally got the water running some rock. We was out here hating. Best Buy Liquors. Out here hating. How we out here making this money with Revolt and don't have none. You know, I think this is the first time we should set it off with a shot. Can we do that, Mr. Lee? Can we do that? Why are you acting like you you running the camera? Like, (laughs) come on, brother. You don't even look like you. Come on. The man is not belonging on a tripod. Let's start it over for a second because you know what? Tiger Bowl? Are we doing Tiger Bowl? Water, watermelon, watermelon. Oh, no, I prefer Tiger Bowl then. Oh, no, no disrespect to the water. No, no, that's okay. I'm going to do watermelon. Let's do watermelon. I'll do a Colombian wine. Okay, that's fair enough. So, um, I want to take it, because like I said, today, 
I wanted to go through because I, I knew I knew you as a person. I knew you as a hip hop. I don't want to say ambassador, but a, like a hip hop friend, like a person that's I, I, you I'm know. A that's 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 he is hip hop. No, 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 <laughs> exactly. But what I'm saying is, is, is embraces the culture. He has a whole other job. I seen you with a party with Cool Herc that was there, uh, Melly Mel, and so the thing is, I was going through everything that you know um, I, I could I can go through, and one of the things is you have the most diverse audience. Like, ever. That's the goal. But how the fuck do you do that? I have no clue how I did it, but, <laughs> like, like, but now that I got it, I'm trying to keep it. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and so, isn't that hip-hop? That's hip Well, yeah. that's what it starts as. You know, it starts yeah. as one group, and then it spreads. Right. Because, I'm, obviously, the majority of the people who come see you are Indian. Uh, no, not not any, not not necessarily the majority. Because there's different people. Like yeah, you know, like um, you have the A rap. I'm not saying that correct. I don't, no, I don't I'm saying it sounds fucked up, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you say it's A rap money, then maybe no, you're saying no, because no, you kept saying what kind of. Uh, um, what kind of Arab are you? Yeah, you, Arab, you, you yeah because you know, Arab. I mean, EFN look Arab as fuck. I do. Yeah. After 9-11, before that, I was Mexican and Puerto Rican. No, no, real okay. talk. You, okay. I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban. Okay. No, I'm so Cuban. you're a good swimmer. Okay. Man, I'm going to all day long. Where's this shot? You don't want watermelon? I'm drinking watermelon one time. Are you kidding me? You never watered his body on Earth. That's a great story, buddy. I do my own project right now. I don't think he'll get mad at that. Salute, so, listen, I don't know if y'all know, but this is about saluting people because we're giving them their flowers where they can cheers, where they smell them, they trees where they can and help them, they thoughts where they can think them, and they drinks where they can drink them. Now, Freddie Fox, moving on to you. You have one of the most illest careers as well, meaning you actually produce your own shit. You actually write, engineer. Mm-hmm. You, 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 every part of the aspect of the game. How, how 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 did how did you develop that mentality of being so hands on with your stuff? Um, I, I think it happened because I started to notice that you know when you start seeing people do things that just don't are not consistent with how you move. Mm-hmm. I, I started trying to teach myself twenty years before. Mm-hmm. I needed to know it, mm-hmm. how to do it. So that in 20 years, when I want to still be making music, I didn't have to depend on somebody to mm-hmm. book studio time for me. Uh, I was wait, you know, people got other projects. I didn't want to wait for beats. Self-sufficiency. I just fi- right. I figure if I start teaching myself how to be uh, uh, self-contained, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have to wait around for people to, you know. So I started investing in myself. Mm-hmm. Studio. I, should I had a studio when Cass was still trying to figure out how to get in your house, correct? Yeah, my, in the crib, wow. yeah. But how long into your career did you start doing that? Right away, like right away, mm-hmm. like power play days. Remember power, power play, play days, like yeah. like power play days. I, I immediately like before me and Eric B. Days. Nah, after Eric B. But pa- okay. power play days. You know, you know power I hate, play. I hate when he opens his. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know power play yeah, days. You know, both you know, of them. I ain't gonna lie. Power play. That, that's like I immediately felt like my arms got big because these had to carry them rails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The rails, like, the rail, the rail like these motherfuckers with this internet shit. Y'all got so lucky. Yeah, like yeah. you used to have to carry little dolls to the studio. Yeah. It was so heavy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, pay a couple of like, dollars mm-hmm. for a two inch right. tape, and I started realizing, you know what? There's gonna be a time that's gonna come when. You know, this is we're not gonna have labels that's gonna give us budgets or right. whatever mm-hmm. the case like that. And and I just started just saying, you know what? Let me just start learning that. So Herbie Lovebug lent me a MPC three thousand, MPC uh, sixty or three thousand, and I mm-hmm. and I practiced on it until I learned how to make beats. And then I made a couple beats, sold them. Then I made enough money to buy my own. And then you know, did I wrote the Salt and Pepper album 
you, you. I wrote What a Man. Oh, shit, I was right. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote None of Your Business, Big Shot, Groove Me, all of those wow. songs and stuff like that. So I started making money and buying my own stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to know how to do it on my own because when you really love what you do, you teach yourself how to be the best at it. You know, and I'm, I still, I'm still learning because, you know, it's always constantly a, a, a process, you know? Now, how was it um, the relationship with Flavor Unit? Because I know at some point you guys was was there, but then you, you like separated and started to do your own thing. Well, I mean, in the beginning, it, it, you know, I was really really comfortable there, you know. And then, um, you know, business happens, things happen, and then it just went went crazy because I think they got overwhelmed with all of these artists, you know. And I had in '93 when I did 1993, I, I did Hot Potato with Naughty by Nature. Right. That, that was on, that was on um, yeah, that album. Yeah. And that was actually, I recorded actually in 92. Wow. But it, they, it was 1993 album. And when they, they put it out, that's what got me to look. For that's what Shaq came and them started. Yeah, Shaq came on to sign me because they saw, they asked me to come to a show. I performed. It was a very commanding performance. I don't think they were really used to seeing MCs just step to a spot on the stage and give it to the audience. You know, right. nowadays you watch cats perform, they right. turning their back, they right. looking at their phone. They're not even looking. They're rapping they're into like their phones and shit like that. that. They you confidence know. in yeah, you. Yeah, you know, you yeah, from yeah, the era yeah, terror, yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. you had to get out there the and, and, terror, and give, right. give the audience, mm-hmm. you know, give the mm-hmm. audience what you what you came to give them. And First of all, you had to kind of let the audience know that you wasn't scared of them. Oh. Because everybody was just tough at that time. Yeah. So if you came out like a sucker, the audience treats you like a sucker. I imagine, is that like that in comedy? I'm saying, I mean, it depends on the rooms you're doing. I remember doing the Bron- I did the Bronx BBQ in, in like 96 Did you have a bomb? Oh fuck yeah okay. it, was, it was like 1.30 in the morning At the Bronx on a Saturday night And I was like The, the first two cats got booed off and then I was just the third guy about to get booed off. <laughs> it didn't really matter if I was good or not. But like, fuck you, pretty motherfucker. And I'm like, and I, I was at the same time, I feel like it was, you pretty I, I feel, I feel like it was a compliment. I was like, well, thank you. I feel quite pretty right now. That means I mean, like, how ugly are the dudes in this place? And I'm pretty. So um, it was it was ill for for, for me uh, for you because um, when I was looking at your your child history, you had a Jamaican friend. You had a oh shit that that's the that, one in the blue you? shirt. Oh, okay, okay. It yeah. seemed like all these friends with Jamaican. Yeah, they all are. I'm one of those guys. So, so the thing about it is, I, what is that? That's in Canada, you guys. Yeah, yeah Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. But um, it shit reminded me of Queens so much because I don't oh, yeah. know. Like that's exactly how it's it is. The same shit. Queens. Yeah. Like, Queens is always Indian. Every fucking nationality. Yeah. Like and you are building. every nationality. So how was that growing up? Because like me. It was crazy because I'm half black, I'm half Puerto Rican, so I would always hear all the bad black jokes when I hang around my Puerto Rican friends, and then I would hear all the bad Puerto Rican jokes when I hang around my black friends. Yeah, right. And I always had like a medium of both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, how about you? It's the same. See, the white kids were real bullyish when I was growing mm. up, especially in the '70s. Right. So, and in Canada, being Indian was the lowest form of human you could be. No way. Yeah, yeah. We were treated like shit. Dude, like. Black. Oh, yeah, yes, not below you, motherfuckers, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. When below we, when like, you don't know what it's like, I go, you don't know what it's like. Because at least y'all had physical recourse. I was built like a fucking third world kid. I was, I was skinny, my knees looked like I was smuggling walnuts into the country. <laughs> and I, 
didn't know how to fight. And I would just, I would just get spit on and kicked and punched and called names. And then the only time it never happened was when I hung on the black kids. So I was like, well, I see where the safe zone is, and I'm going to be there. And then Marlon and I have been friends since we were seven years old. I'm 49 now, so... So, and he was always strong as shit. When he came to Canada from Jamaica, I was like the first person he met. We lived in the same uh, townhouse project type thing. Oh, you're yeah. actually one of the niggas that came from Jamaica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because everyone say that he was from Jamaica, no, 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 like he's in Canada. And oh, yeah. He really fucked down the block. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a fucked up life because his stepdad bought him a one-way ticket to Jamaica when he was 14. Oh, wow. And then he... he he had me go and find the money to get him back to Canada when he was 15, and he came back extra Jamaican, wearing bell bottoms and shit. He even came, I literally went to the airport to pick him up when we were 15, and he, he showed up with a bucket with like fish in it, like live fish. I go, what the fuck? Yeah, it was 85, 86. He goes, I go, what's that? He goes, they bring back two fish. And I go, I was like, why are you talking like that? So I was there for a whole year, bitch. And then I come back, I'm like, what's going on? What happened to Mark? What happened to Stacko that left? <laughs> now, now, Bernie Fox, it was a rumor that if you would have went to go see Eric B this one day, that there might have not been a rock him. I'm sure there still would have been a rock him. Could have been Eric B and Freddie Fox. It could have been. That could have been mm. that. Because well, you didn't want to leave your Eric B and Bucky yeah. Knuckles. What happened was. Um, um, the kid, there was a cat in our neighborhood, Alvin Tony, who was uh, he was cool with Eric. Mm-hmm. Eric knew him, and he and he stopped me, waved me down on the street. He said, "Yo, man, there's a cat I want to introduce you to, who's looking to do a project." And is Eric working at BLS at the time? Eric or? was working at BLS, okay. yeah. And he and, and he. Who walked, the hell was Eric doing at BLS? He was a he was a, 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 a mobile jock, mobile disc yeah, jockey. Oh, I didn't know this part. Yeah, yeah he was a mobile. Yeah, he was a mobile disc jockey, and he was run and he was going around doing a lot of these different projects. He wanted to put together a, a rap project, and. He came out. He, he was. He had people in Long Island. He knew out in Long Island. Something called the Tri-State or something like something that. Like that. It was like, yeah. Uh, so he came. He came out and he was looking. For, they were like, "Yo, who did, who's the nicest rappers out here?" So the kid was like, "Yeah, there's two guys that you should really talk to." I was just. I just happened to be driving by at the time, and they flagged me down, and he asked me, "Say, yo, man, I got this project that I want to know. You know, know if if you can get down." And I heard you can rhyme, and I said, "Yeah." He was like, "Well, you know." You know, when can I get, when can we meet up? I said, yeah, well, I'm on, I was on my way to a rehearsal, actually, with my crew. So he was like, I said, so we'll be there. He said, nah, I just need one yeah. person. So I kind of felt fucked up. Like, I can't, like you know. Not your boys. Yeah, I can't leave my boys fucked up and then do that. So I just decided, you know, after thinking about it, not to show up because I just went to the rehearsal and I said, yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. Because why would I take them to the meeting? He not going to want them anyway. Right. And if I go... You know, but you ever imagine life what would have happened like if I, you would have went by nah, yourself? I don't know. I don't know, man. I I, I kind of think Rakim is a better fit with Eric than I was, and yeah. and, and as you see, it happened. You know, me and Eric mm-hmm. ended up working together, right. but I think him and Rakim was destiny. You know what I'm saying? That's like a real hip hop answer from yeah. someone who cares yeah. about the yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest because <laughs> most people could say what they could have, would have, should have done, right. but even to this day. 
I just want to rap. I just want to rock the mic and make right. music. A lot right. of dudes get caught up in trying to fit in with everybody else's movement and what they doing. And when shit switches, they switch. I don't, right. I'm not really good at all that shit. I just want to get on the mic, go in the studio, and come out with what I want to leave here for when I'm dead and gone. I got a legacy of music that, I mean, you, I haven't even begun to tap into my catalog. And Russell's I, I harass this motherfucker yeah. all the time to yeah. release shit. Like, he just sits on... You got you and now at least have at least eleven albums completed yeah. that he's sitting on. Direct like, like Super right right now. Shit. Yeah, I got yeah. a bunch of shit. So let me ask you something that we, to both of you guys. Mm-hmm. This is not a question for one of this I was like again, I was searching interviews mm-hmm. and I came across Daddy O interview, right? Mm-hmm. After uh it was something about uh, you talk about Rock Kim or something. And then Daddy O came on and Daddy O said that Rock Kim uh committed the, the worst lie in hip hop history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I I had to click on it because I'm like, what the fuck is he talking <laughs> about? Right? Do you know what he was talking about? No. He said that he felt that Rakim didn't want to want people to know that he was from Long Island at the time. Like Long Island was cool to certain people, but it wasn't cool to everybody. So that's what he said. It ain't where you from. It's where you at. I didn't agree with that at all. But the fact is, this is Daddy O. This is also another legend. He has, I don't, I guess he has a certain problem with Rock Kim. It's not the first time after I looked. Yeah, no. But, but that, do you, do you agree with him at all? The, no. That, that, I, I think, <laughs> I think Daniel speaks out of pocket a lot, but more so to get attention. Oh yeah, you think that's, he's that's how I feel like it. You think he's trolling? I feel like he's trolling. How is that the biggest thing? You think? Hold on, let's just be clear. Because yeah. it's still Daddy O. It's still listen. It's still Daddy O. I love yeah, yes, Sonic. Yes. Legend. But, but nobody wants to go buy a Daddy O album. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't say that. I gotta, I gotta represent this. No, people I, I, I would buy it, but I'm saying yeah, in the masses. I mean, right. you would have to be like Daddy O yeah. from Steps to Sonic, unless right. you're a real hip hop nerd like us, and right. you're like, "Ooh, shit, Daddy O got some shit coming out." But I always feel like Daddy O okay. is a uh, is like uh, kind of borderline. Seeing how when he says some of the stuff, it kind of okay. because you can see it in his eye when he says it. It kind of like has that look of. Hmm? No, and he certain things he has points with. He he said he still credits Rock Kim for being like one of the greatest uh, things that ever happened when he took seven MCs and switched seven. So what what it is is do you, like do, you think, do you think that statement? Do you think at that time? Because I mean, obviously, I was a youngin at that time, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Um, I, I, I always came up Hempstead was a cool place to go that was a dope yeah, place like yeah. it was ill to claim Hempstead when I came up but was it ever like that was Long well, Island ever like looked down upon you know what I think people slept on Long Island because well first of all let me back up okay. Rakim's statement rough enough to break New York from Long Island was a very powerful statement mm. It, he represents Long He always represented Long Island. Mm. I've never not seen Rakim represent Long Island. Even with a Brooklyn crew, he had mm. a Long Island crew. Yep. He's always had, you know, Long Island on his back mm. as long as long as I've known him. Right. Um, I think I think that uh, because they felt like dudes in Long Island have front yards, backyards, and shit that they, that dudes in South Jamaica had the same thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. So and I, it, I knew that. It, it's, it's not it's not a place, and it, and you know a lot of my boys. You right, know, cats from out there they rumble. Of they course, they, they, they of real cats. Yeah, it's not it's not a place to be slept on. But you know, I, I guess if you look at the history of Long Island, Public Enemy, De La Soul, Rakim, Granddaddy, are you? K Solo, EPMD, Granddaddy IU. There's a lot. I mean, there's yeah. a Biz Marquis. There's Damn. a bunch. There's yeah. a bunch of Long Island legends that just 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 have been so so such such so instrumental in hip hop. Right. You know what I mean? And if you think about it, I mean, I, 
Daddy O was running around in Amityville, bro. The, the, in, the interview of a guy who, when he said that, he said everything you said. He yeah. named all the rules off. Yeah, there's, and there's a bunch of them. You know, uh, Rap's New Generation. You know, there's cats right. who there's cats who represented Long Island heavy. Rakim has always been at the pinnacle of that like MC. Pardon me for like, mm-hmm. changing the subject a little bit. Like, because for instance, when I came out, it was cool to be from Queensbridge. Yeah. And I used to have to differentiate. And tell people I'm not from Queensbridge. I thought you was from Queensbridge. I'm not from Queensbridge. I didn't find that out until later. Yeah, that I had from to say left frack three thousand times <laughs> in the and to say that I was proud of it because it was so much. We were overshadowed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you got to think about it. You had uh, Capone Noriega and Trash. All right, the common denominator is you know Trash is is, is got put on by Molly Ma. Molly Ma uh, is Queensbridge. Um, uh, from all deepest Queensbridge Even the prodigy he, he said for a lot of times That he wasn't from Queensbridge But what happened was He was just over mauled You know what I'm saying okay, gotcha. I was different Because I was saying Not only I'm not from Queensbridge I'm, But I'm telling you Where I'm from But what I'm trying to say is It was so cool I could have easily Took that route Queensbridge just let it ride. Mm-hmm. I know I couldn't have came back home. You, it would have been nice. You were the only rapper from Left Rack, I think, right? I never, well, Akineli. Akineli is from Left Rack. And G-Rap on the low lived in Left Rack. Well, I can't say he's from Left Rack, but yeah. he lived in Left Rack a couple That's right. Akineli's from Left Rack. Yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm Soul Sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soul Sisters. So, That's you know, right. I, I know everybody from Left Rack. I know motherfuckers who made it, they did made it. But what I'm trying to say is, so I somewhat... Saw where um, Daddy O was coming from to a certain extent, but again, I didn't live in that era, so I couldn't identify with it. But I, I just didn't see, I, I never see an, another legend critique rock him at all. That's you my know what? First yeah, time. but you know what it is? I think, see, with, with, with Long Island, that's Daddy O's statement would probably be more valid if it came from somebody that was from Long Island. Mm. He's from Brooklyn. Mm. So, so in Long Island, rock him is, is, is revered as. as the, the God, that's right. the God, you know, we, and in the game period, but, you know, I've so never, I, yeah, I've never not seen him represent Long Island. I, I disagree with that part, right. you know what I mean? As, especially when it comes to, like, you know, some of the lines in his records. Like, he, right. he you know, he, he's always been a Long Island. Like, I'm still scared every time I see Rock Kim. I'm like, what's up, what's up, God? What's up, God? I'll be like, no, 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 no. Rock Kim was probably one of the most easy. I used, to, I used to go. I used to go. We sang out at the crib, man. Easy going, quiet, easy going dude. Like you, you know. I never seen him. I never seen him write a rhyme though. I'm, I'm not saying he don't write, but it's like you know, never see him in write rhyme. Like he's mode. so mysterious. I want him to remain yeah, he's, mysterious. He's, 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 he's like, good like, that it's way. Crazy. You know, um, I mean? we had massive pill, right? And I was, we had a little great meeting, and I was like, "Yo, Eric B and Rock Kim is performing for the first time in 20 years. You want to go see him?" And I was like, and I said, yeah, hold on. I don't know what you're asking me right now. Because if you're asking me, is it the night up to me? Let's fucking go. And we went. When and was I, it? This was the, the, the first night where they came with the long, when they got back together. Oh, uh, yeah. the Apollo? Uh, no, no, it wasn't the Apollo. This was, this was, um, so it might not be the first night. The Gucci long yeah, coat. And me and, Nas, me and Nas went, we went there, we went backstage, said, what's up? But that wasn't the part that was amazing. The part that was amazing that's when they was performing album cuts, the cuts that was out of my league, Nas knew every fucking word. And I was just watching him. You know why? Because he was always in the studio when we was there. Mm. Like, we'd be in the studio, man, just 
sitting around, guns everywhere, and this little uh, motherfucker be yeah. sitting in there, bro, just soaking all that shit up. Right. He nah, was always, yeah, wow. he was he always, always a kid. Uh, yeah, he was like a kid. Like a wow. He was all. I mean, listen, Power Play was a few blocks from yeah, this true. project. Right. That's true. So he was true. always around. Him, yeah, like, in fact, he's from around. Vernon Boulevard. He can actually walk. He can actually. He's walking distance from Twenty First Street. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he's walking distance. Yeah, walking distance. Yeah, from a few blocks. You're starving. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's yeah. a fact. Well, yeah. for him to be in those sessions makes sense to who he became. Yeah, he was young, man. And, and, and I think, you know, it, legend has it, like, you know, Eric was interested in working with him. With Nas. With Nas, yeah. Whatever reason wow. it didn't happen, Eric was very interested in working with him early on, mm. you know. And then I think Rakim and him just started to get more more movement after the album came out. So Eric and Nas are still close to this day, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very yeah. close. And I just I also watched a Christmas special of yours. <laughs> Sorry about that. And no, I, I, I couldn't believe you rocked it. You, there was no curses. Or I, was there curses? No, there was none. Yeah, I, I peeked that. It's I Christmas. Was like, I was like, what are you going to do? Yeah, no, no, that's right. <laughs> and I, have, I had my 10-month-old daughter on it then. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to curse to my daughter. Yeah, you know. reminded me of college so much. Like, you know how college got shot everywhere? Yeah. Like, I was like, yo, you know what's funny? You just had a new boy. I just right? had a boy. Let's motherfucking make some noise. I got two daughters. Okay. Let me tell you the ill shit about my son. Okay, all right, cool. Okay, so no, I'm, I first met Nori okay. last year. Uh-huh. We went that's and right. had drinks at his spot that's in Malibu. Right. That's why I got that. Let's make some noise. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, I've, and I've been a big Nori fan since CNN. Mm-hmm. Since Top of New York and all that shit. And and when I met him, I was like, this is a cool motherfucker right here. And then I found out his name is Victor Santiago. <laughs> and I walked away from that meeting going, that is a cool fucking name. That is a fucking dope-ass name. Then when I had my son two weeks ago, uh-huh. I named him Russell Santiago Peters. That's hard! That's hard! I gotta be like the black Spanish godfather. That's right. Your, your same mother? No, no, different one. I, I grew up with black guys. You think I'm going to have the same mother? <laughs> 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 you know, that's yeah. You are into that. Yeah, she, <laughs> was Miss, she was Miss Honduras in yeah. this universe. Wow. So it's, 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 yeah, yeah, so that's not the same, same one. Not the same one as your No, my ex-wife is okay. Honduran and Ecuadorian. Apparently, okay. my jizz reacts well to Honduras. Honduras. <laughs> I got Central American it's located. It's from Honduras, Peru. Yeah, yeah, Honduras, Peru. It's from Honduras and Peru. Man, He's mind, the Peruvian always, fat yeah. Joe. Yeah. 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 That's, that's young Joe right there. In my mind, he's always from uh, Honduras. I don't know why. He's been telling me that he has Peru, but I don't know why. But um, so wow. Um, so look, so look, look. You know what the crazy shit is. Whenever I see like a new father, I love the way they break down like being uh, how old a father, like how you is. Like you know how you be like. You it's just kids? like. I, I, I just found out his shit was about working. To be one year I'm not gonna lie. We just found out his shit was working. For years, oh, he's been busting his shit. Blink. How old are you? Blink. 43. Okay. I'm 49. I'm, I'm all fucked up. <laughs> well, obviously, his shit's still working. So, and I wasn't hoping it wasn't. I thought I had a starter pistol by now. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all fucking me up right now. Hold on. So, look, I was saying, I love hearing, like, when the father is new, because it's like you ever hear, hear somebody 
like from Europe that came to America one time and they try to break America down to you, they're like, because in the States, you're like, come on, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You was in Nebraska for two days. Yeah. Don't tell me about in the States. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, so that's how I feel like when you see a new father, like when they're, they got the baby and it's like, all right, cool, they're only a year old. Wait till that terrible two comes. Yeah, that's not that's easy, bro. When, no, that's when you got a daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you're lucky. Uh, yeah. Daughters are the best. Oh, no, I know. Boys are worse. I actually yeah. Daughters are cool till they hit. 13, 12, 13. Then they start that bullshit. And my daughter's eight. She's all daddy right now, but I'm sure that's going to shit. She's going to shit the bed soon. You bought a $10,000 bag. Yeah. What is wrong with you? I'm rich. What does that bed do? She was one, though. She wasn't even one. She's still in she hasn't slept in there. Not yet. And they pissed you the fuck it's off. The, well, the good news is she understands that it costs a lot of money now. Because mm-hmm. I when we had to make, we had, I had her, mm-hmm. she had two bedrooms in my house. Mm-hmm. And I told the baby, you got to give up one room for your brother. Which mm-hmm. one do you want to give up? She said, I'll give him my pink room. Mm-hmm. It was the really girly room. Mm. I said, what about, so you're going to keep the castle bedroom? She goes, yeah. I go, do you want a new bed? She goes, no, daddy. That bed cost you a lot of money. Mm. <laughs> I was like, whew. Thank God she realized that. Wow. <laughs> That's a good kid. Now, yeah. now Freddie, yeah. you ever thought hip hop would be this, this level? What is this level, though? Um, it's, 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 it's a level where... He must um, be business-wise. I meant business-wise. I meant, like, you know, lucrative. Like, yeah. you know, because... Because at the end of the day, a lot of people who did it before me, a lot of people who did it after me, it wasn't as lucrative for everyone. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like anybody can, you know, tell the Best Buy Liquors, by the way, he provided the liquors. BestBuyLiquor.com. Oh, uh, yeah, BestBuyLiquor.com. Wait, Puffy don't give you this shit for free? No, 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 this is different. Shout out to Puffy. Relax. This is a different deal. Is that water? No, that's the watermelon. Oh, all right, cool. Then that's a real shot if that is. If that is, you're real. So, um, then what the fuck was I was saying? I was interested. Yeah, I think it's yeah, because you know what I'm saying. To, to see how how easy it is, like 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 you said, um, back in the days you had to go to Power Play, Unique Studios, Chung King, and shit like that. Mm. Nowadays, a person could literally sit in their mother's living room with a computer, a mic, you know, put some reverb on their shit, throw it out, and get fifty thousand viewers on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And actually change their life. And one aspect, I love to see anybody from the hood yeah. get out, make it. But then on another aspect, they don't they don't learn the the tools of the game. Mm. They don't learn the battles. They don't know the the uh, 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 there's just out spitting. All they mm. say, say I was around two months ago, and they got a record deal. What does what does what that feel like um, to you? I, I, listen, well, you know what? The funny thing is that the, the learning curve was different. Like I was in the studio with Patrick Adams mm. who did Push Push in the Bush. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. He, he taught me how he taught me how to use keyboards, program mm. keyboards. He didn't actually say, hey, come here and learn this. Right. When he was doing it, I was paying attention. I was asking right. questions. What's this? What's this Oberheim thing? What does that do? What's this compression do? What does mm. that do? Doc Rodriguez, Chris Conway, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of legendary engineers. Engineer. Herb Powers. Yeah. I used yeah. to go to Master on Herb Powers. I would pay the extra money to sit in there to to watch him master my album so that I could learn wow. the difference. You know, I'm not really feeling the whole how-to book shit that's out now. Oh, how oh. to rap, this how you hold a mic, this oh, how you write There's shit like that? That's yeah. not hip-hop. Man. Yeah, that's, to me, that's bullshit. Yeah. There's a lot of how-to, and I think that is damaging to the fan base because mm. 
those same cats that you see in the audience that used to be the ones like excited to see you no on fans. stage. Everybody's looking. They want to be with. They want to yeah. be on stage. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be on stage, mm. but the the, the 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 celebration of mediocrity is a problem to me. Yeah. I think no that more fans. you know it's it's almost like. We could sit around here and crack jokes all day, but if somebody step on that stage with a mic and it's just you and the audience, it's right. a whole nother ball game. It's the right. same in the comedy game as it is in the hip hop game. Like you got like these these kids that were like good on Vine. I had one kid one night. I was hosting at the Improv. I like to host because I can get up and freestyle and fuck around. I heard you say that. <laughs> I you just saying that on camera. I yeah, no, I, I, I do like to do that. It's uh, like this. So I was hosting. Uh, and, remember, uh, Marlon Wayne said that too. Marlon yeah, Wayne said he uh, yeah, just yeah. like to go and he'll do yeah. it for free. It's just fun to yeah. fuck around. So okay. I was hosting this one night and there was this kid I never knew. I said, hey man, what do you want me to say about you? He goes, uh, you can tell him I have about, I have 500,000 followers on Vine. I go, no seriously, what do you want me to say about you? He goes, that's a big deal, man. I go, okay, buddy. Right? And I'm like, so, so I introduce the guy. Goes, uh, he's an open. He's, a comedian, he's open on. He's just on. He's doing seven minutes or something. I put him on. He eats a fat dick on stage, <laughs> meaning bomb. Yeah, he bombs. Okay. I come back I home. Yeah, yeah. I hope that wasn't good. I hope that's not positive. What do you mean? Of course, it's great. So he comes off, I go back on, and I go, give it up for whatever his name, I said whatever his name is, give it up for him, apparently he's good for seven seconds at a time. <laughs> oh shit, you buy him. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But, like, these kids don't get it. Like, yeah, because a lot of people like your shit online doesn't mean it translates to you being live. You need to still be able to get in the trenches. It's like being good at uh, fucking Mike Tyson punch out, and then you think, you know what? I think I'm ready for a fight. And then you, you get into a ring with somebody, you're like, yeah, you know, you, you thumbing them to death. Yeah. I, I, think, I think honestly, one of the illest things I, illest quotes I ever heard was Karis one when he said, "Rap is something you do, hip hop is something you live." It's the mm-hmm. truth, and I think that goes with hip hop. I think that could even be in the comedy world, like it's a culture mm-hmm. that you gotta experience it, you gotta live through it to to, to embody. It's my thirtieth year, but I put, I put, I personally put myself through a grueling training thing. I, I would never do records with anybody that I didn't think was better than me. Mm. And I'm still that way now. I'm real, really like I want I want MCs that are like make me say, oh shit, I really gotta write this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like KRS One, Tretch, right. G Rap, right. you know yourself, guys right. that I've done songs with. Right. You know even even even. 
to this day, man, I'm, I'm, I'm very particular about who I put my voice on. Because, I mean, you know, like, I'm always thinking about when it's over. Right. Like, for me, as, a, as an Like, as legacy. As a, as thinking a human of legacy. Being, I'm thinking about when people go back years, 30, 40, 50 right. years now, and say, yo, I found this record with this guy named Bumpy Knuckles on it, and him, Coogee Rap, Little Fame, or M.O.P., or whoever right. I did songs with, they going back bar to bar. Like, KRS-One is pressure. When you rock with him, it's pressure. Yeah. If you go on stage with him, it's pressure. Yeah, he can, yeah. at any given moment, yeah, 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 yeah. just pass you. He can just, any given moment, just start rocking off the top yeah. and just say, so Freddie Fox, you wanna get an L, and then you gotta get up. You know what I'm saying? You right in the loop, and then you gotta be ready for that shit. Yo, you one time I had a show with Carol something, I told you this. This was like in the NRE days, and they had me going last, and I was like, this ain't right. Like, I was just like, yo, this ain't right. And luckily, he showed up late, so I had, to, I had to go first, and he came on, he rocked for two hours. I looked at the promoter, I said, what the fuck was I supposed to do after that? Yeah, yeah. What was I supposed to do? Yeah. Jerk off? That's the only thing. That's the only thing that could like He just had a show in Miami, like two, what, two days? Yeah, and then he, I don't know if you ever see this, but he does it. He stops it at some point, he just has a speech. He just talks to them. He's talking about absolutely nothing. But it's the most amazing shit in the world. I'm sitting there like this. I'm like in a cult. He would tell me, drink some Kool-Aid and let's die. I'm going to say, let's go, Chris. Like, that's how crazy he is. Because like, he, he, he pops up. He, doesn't, he comes into your city and he pops up. Right. He, he, he shows he doesn't hang out in the dressing room prior. Right. He shows up when it's time to get out the car, go to the stage. He has his he has his whole fleet with him. And it's, I mean, I've done some things with him. And, and, and it's always been, and what I was trying to say is that that kind of pressure to me, it was a training. It was a training thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. when you when you when you boxing or you know you, you know boxing because mm-hmm. your dad was a fighter. Yep. And you yep. know when when you when you go into the fight game, you you don't want to work out with guys that just teach you how it's to like get fighting bumps. Yeah, you, you want to fight, fight, learn better better fight people yeah, better yeah. so you can get play better. With people better. Yeah, like that's what I always looked at it as that. You know, nah, that's real shit. That's real <laughs> shit. So let me ask you: Have you ever been like um, like accused of Indian privilege? <laughs> what the fuck is Indian? <laughs> like, you mean I, I mean like I'm above getting malaria? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Some dog millionaire? Like, no, no. like, like I get better service at Seven Eleven? What do you mean? I have, to, I have to like you know look. I got to do my research, and sometimes people that say, exists. People say like like most of your audience is the Indian audience, so they come out. And they support you, and then and is that your fault though? Like, well, they're not. You look like, at my show. I had to look at your haters the same way I looked at your positive people. Right, right. So I had to, and that was something that they accused you of. That I get Indian privilege. Like, yeah, like you have Indian privilege. I had never. I, heard I don't of even know what that is. I never heard yeah. about it. Yeah. But what would the privilege okay. be? Again? What is white privilege? Let's, let's say white, white privilege is, is that is, is, that, is that thing that you can pulled over, you're not going to get shot. Well, there's that, and then you don't even know that you have white privilege, and I see it all the time because you see the way they act. They they act like just real. They just, they're just very comfortable on the job and you wherever they are shit, because they know you can't do that. What is your eating? What is your eating? But yeah, so you've never heard of that. Like, no, because in Canada, the, the poor communities are black and Indian. Where in America, the poor communities are black and Hispanic. And reggaeton, there's a lot of artists who sometimes they'll sell like 30,000 units on 30,000 seats. But when the album comes out, they won't sell shit. Wow. It's because they feel like Latino people come out to see you more than they actually... Support you. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever been accused of something like that? Or have you never no, because that? my audience is real diverse. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I've in the beginning, when I, like I, when I first started getting popular, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was heavy Indian and, and, and Chinese, Asian type thing. Yeah, yeah, you got the Chinese accent down pat. Right. And then over time now, it's been spreading, so, and, and Bumpy actually just DJed one of my shows for me recently, uh, and uh, he saw the audience is completely mixed now. Right. Yeah, you got white, you got you got everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's white people there, it's usually because they have an Indian friend. Right. Or they're fucking an Indian person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell they fucking an Indian person. But the Latinos come out because they're like, well, he kind of looks like us. Uh, <laughs> we, we can relate to that whole mentality. And the black people will come out usually if it's like immigrant black people. You know what I mean? Like Haitian, Jamaican, West Indian, African. Yeah, Trini. And when I get like black Americans come out, I'm more excited than anything because I'm like that to me is like that to me is crossing over. White Americans don't mean nothing to me. I mean, I'm happy that they're there, but when black Americans show, it means like, oh shit, they get this. But how did this you start to identify your audience? Like for, for us, like you know, hip hop, we had to literally go and um, hey, give Ian Finn a shot too. Well, no, just give me the shot, shot glass, yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah. pour my shot. Because um, like we had to literally go out. Like, how did you start? to identify that, and then now you can use social media to help you identify. Back in the day, I was just, you were a comic. So you just go wherever the comedy spots were. And because I wasn't a white comic, when I would go to New York, I couldn't get on in the white clubs. Mm-hmm. I could only get on in the black rooms. Mm-hmm. So I would go do the Bronx BBQ. I would go do Nagasaki's in Long Island. Oh, uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and depending on, or I would do something in Ozone Park. So mm-hmm. depending on what part of the city I was in, I would either kill or fucking bomb. Wow. So the Bronx, I would eat it. Right. I would go to Nagasaki's. I would kill. I would go to uh, Queens. I would right. kill. Right. But it depends on what the demographic of that area was. Mm. But now when I go to New York, New York feels like home to me. So right. doesn't matter where I go, I feel I feel great wherever I'm at. Over there. Cause like Toronto's like a calm down New York. Well, right. it's trying to it's trying to act up lately. Yeah, I ain't gonna fight. Y'all shooting people now. They're shooting a lot of people. Down. I have been damned. I'm like, nigga, I thought I'd be coming out here safe. Y'all niggas is shooting me. It's not even like they're shooting like it just it's like these little corny beefs. You're like, what are you doing? Like uh, learn how to fight, stupid. I was out there where Quan had a barber shop, niggas just pulled up, I was like, man, shit, I went down off the off the block. I was like, what? That the just fuck? opened, didn't it? Like, yo, I don't even remember. Ray I was like, I was out there, I'm like, nigga coming up and they talking to each other. I'm like, I thought Toronto is the sixth same barrel. No niggas out nah, there. Toronto. Wow. Yeah, like, Toronto. So I know, man, we, we celebrate our career now, baby. This is the watermelon survival. Yes, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that shit is dangerous, because that shit's starting to taste like Kool-Aid to me. It's good. And that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I grew yeah. up on that. Y'all so, want some of this? Yeah, Stack, man. Stacko, you want to try this? Come on, man. Y- y'all on vacation. Get a, get a glass. Yeah, yeah, you're on vacation, goddammit. That's why I told you we should have get our plastic cups, Mr. Lee. We out here. The fancy plastic cups, though. So, what is your favorite part? Or rather, what is your favorite era in hip hop? 90s era, of course. Nah, all right, now, nah, I'll give you 10 years, though. I'm going so. to say, I'm gonna say from 93 really? to 98. Oh, you went. You would have said late yeah. 80s. I thought because for me it's late 80s, mid 90s. Nah, 90. Yeah. To me, my favorite era was from 93 to 98. Mm. You wow. know, what I, mean? I would you, go. You get 10 though. You only take it. That's only take Because I started. To, I started to way more. Because I started to get more. Because in that era, I was really active in. And, and, and underground and like mm. like in a, right before like 88, 89, 90 I was just kind of just finding my way you know what I mean mm. I was just finding my way and I was kind of you know doing a bunch of shit that were like going to clubs popping up dudes used to I used to sit in I used to have I used to go to a club 
I would have like a backpack on me, whatever was in it was in it, and I would go in there and I would I would, I would watch rappers rap, man, and I would jump on stage and say, "Y'all like that whack motherfucker? That <laughs> was whack. Throw that same beat back on yeah. and shit, and then I would yeah. rock their rock. shit. Yeah. So oh, then, then I had them, like you know, there was times when I was just jumping on stage, me, G, rap, Scarface. Wow. I would just Ooh. I would just you know just jump on stage. Those are the kind of guys I was I was kind of trying to like G Rap to me when I he was the first person to put me on G Rap's fucking dumb G Rap yeah, you know when, when G Rap put me on Money in the Bank that was my first collaboration right. you know what I'm saying Large Professor produced it Eric B's brother oh, Ant Live rest in peace to Ant Live side side note that joint that Nori did with Large Professor about four years ago five oh, yeah, years ago yeah yeah that was it that That's shit was fucking yeah, dope Pro, yeah, Large Pro has always been to me somebody I always wanted to work with him you know what I mean yeah but big shout to Billy Paul very famous like 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 producers like that like Large Pro guys like that you know Primos the Pete Rocks yeah, I was yeah, he's selected. a genius he could get it like, yeah, from anywhere a lot of these guys are scientists with their production yeah. it's like it was an era of that yeah that, that yeah. kind of stuff was, was really bubbling underground and it's like the, yeah. I still to me to this day even to me is there underground right now I call it more of a chitlin circuit. I don't know if it's underground. Oh, yeah. oh, because yeah. to me, underground. I, I can see the, the analogy. Underground, yeah. underground was like when you when you was in the club and it was a vibe, it was an energy, man. The Red Parrot. You remember the Red Parrot? I, I feel like this is like dudes like Schoolboy Q who might have an underground. Yeah, but no, nah, no, nah, but nah. I think what he's saying, the, the type of underground, it just can't even exist. Like right now. Curry? It's different. Yeah, but it's just a different okay. time. Like okay. just a digital it's era. It's just, no, it's just, it's a just imagine thing, it, this was yeah. underground. Buster Rhymes and, and Dinko, Dinko Dinko and all them Red Man, Red Man. Yeah, that was underground. They was coming. And to see a lot of those guys now mainstream. Mainstream and really bubbling and getting in and doing it is a great thing for me. I love to see that because a lot of them guys. They 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 been they were they were after I was before them but I watched the growth you know what I mean and I watched it and I watched you know I see Buster Buster been tearing clubs down for years and always had energy yeah. always had this same. Why ain't performing after that motherfucker neither? Yeah, he's yeah, another. That in my car. Yeah, Buster, yeah. Buster, Buster, yeah. Like, nah, yeah. I'm going first. I toured with him. He's definitely he's definitely a closer. That's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he, he was on the road with us in smoking grooves. He had three buses. Uh, he had a bus for all his clothes. Yeah, bus a bus. <laughs> bus bus. He had, his head bus. He, had a, he had a bus for his clothes. He had a bus for his cooks, and then he had a bus for his crew. So he had he had he had Jamaican chefs on the road, man. Wow. They, you know, so he, he he's he's come from he's come a long way, and that to me that that travel that that whole journey from underground to the. To the pinnacle Creates of what the they yeah, that, yeah. That, That's when you get a chance just to see that. 93 to 98. 93, that was my. That was kind right, of, let me flip the question on you because I'm going to give him the same question. Mm-hmm. What is the best era in comedy to you? To me? Are you a comedy fan? I love comedy fan. I, I, I loved. Um, I loved uh, the, the Eddie Murphy era was I big for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Robin Harris, the Robin Harris era Robin was Harris, fly. Uh, uh, George Fox. George Carlin was somebody who I thought Yo, was. Yo, we got to talk about George Carlin. That's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. Well. My favorite, too. Yeah. George Carlin. And then he got. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Pryor. I grew up on Richard Pryor. I don't have a problem with George Carlin, but for Jimmy Sinai. I can say the white guy. Why is that the white guy? Yo, he's white guy. He's talking about politics. He's the first Hey, yo, no, he talked about everything. He talked literally. Did every subject before anybody did every yeah, subject. Yeah, he's the illest. Okay, we'll do one more shot, Mr. Lee, before we cross over to Tiger Bone. 
Whoa. So, so I was like, you, so that that era? Yeah, that, 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 those, the, like, I grew up on Richard Pryor. We used to, mm-hmm. my friend, a friend of mine, his father had all these Richard Pryor albums in his mm-hmm. basement, man. We used to sneak and listen to them shits, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and that kind of stuff. Even the Jerky Boys. I love the Jerky Boys. You know, they started us making prank phone calls. Yeah, that was the 90s. Yeah, that was I was a big fan of early comedian. I, I mean, comic, any comedy anyway is dope, you know what I mean? Right. I, like, but I like to see stand up, stand up. You know, I don't know if I'm big. We got the largest. What is it? The largest or the biggest? There's some cats that don't in the world. Is, is that is that how the yeah. intro go? Give us some more. Ain't disrespectful. Ain't disrespectful. I've spilt more than that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, let's turn up. And so stand up is your no, 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 no. Yeah, I like to see I like to see stand up comedians that you know. And you don't got to do this one if you want. You can skip one. Yeah, I'm good. Too, man. Yeah, no yeah, problem. being a drinker. No, I know that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, we yeah. trying to get you through the whole interview yeah, too. Yeah, don't worry. Now I ain't gonna fall out of no shit. Okay, so stand up, so stand up. What year? Are you saying the Eddie Murphy era? Yeah, Eddie Murphy, Robin Harris. I like that. that Look, I would say like eighty two to 80, 89 was a great right, fucking you time. Gotta, when you say that, you got to describe what is happening. You would era. go from Delirious, Delirious. Just, 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 just Eddie and Leather, Eddie and Leather, Eddie Delirious and leather. to eighty nine. It was like, and when I say comedy, so I mean there's like, no Martin Lawrence at all. Uh, well, here's the thing. Comedy, in, in, in the comedy world, uh. the '80s was considered the boom, like classic era. That was, no, that was just when comedy went fucking huge. And '89 is when it ended. That's when too. that's when uh, Andrew Dice Clay came on. He sold out the Garden and all that shit. Yeah. And then Smoking he was like cigarettes. the end of the. He bookended it. Eddie started it. Dice bookended it. And then in the '90s, it was dead. And I started in '89. So mm. when I started, I would hear all the older comics. I was 19. It was the end of an era? Yeah, the older comics were like, yeah, you don't even know what it was like, kid. We used to get on <laughs> private jets and do blow up hookers' asses. And I'm like, I don't like know. Sam Kinison shit? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I don't like, know, I'm dog. Right I'm, just, I'm just trying to get 25 bucks yeah. to fucking get through the night, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm drinking your stuff now. Salud. This is uh, watermelon? Dear huevos con leche. Watermelon. <laughs> it's watermelon, guys. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't be audience. <laughs> no, but how, how 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 easy is it to identify your audience now? Because I I remember back in the days like well um last like I physically used to have to bring a record to London. Mm-hmm. For London to happen, like I physically had to go mm-hmm. to Japan. I don't know. I don't know that. I mean, I was in London in the mid nineties. I was there from 95 to 2002. All right. And your shit was always banging no, up No, but what I'm saying is, at first, I had to bring it mm. to them like, like they Like Violator wasn't sending his shit? <coughs> no, for you to break in another oh. country, you had to actually spend a little time there. Right. You had to do a marketing <coughs> run. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You had to go see Tim Westwood. Yeah, yeah. A mm-hmm. month and down. Sonori. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the new album, <laughs> man. <laughs> No doubt, word up, word up. Big up to you, word up. Come on, come on, come on. That's how, how different is it? Is it um, because we can just press a button right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. album's over there. Yeah, your album is it's it's everywhere. Is, is you look at it as a plus or, or as a minus? I mean, it's a plus that you can get the records over there now, but, the, but the, I'm going to tell you what the, the downfall to Europe is that 
they don't they don't really have the solid promoters like they used to have. They, mm. they the promotion game is different. Now you get a bunch of DJs that get a few dollars. They bring you over there in the luggage compartment. You sleep in their basement. They let you hump their sister. You rock the mic. Send <laughs> <laughs> you back home. You know and, and there's guys over there doing that hamburger and, and, and cheese sit. You know what I mean? Mm. Now that's the chitlin circuit shit right. I'm talking about. Right. When you when you stand on your principles and you say, you know, some people say, yo, you got to take all the money. Don't leave no money on the table. Right. You become worth that shit that they're giving you. And it's mm. like, and it's not just Europe. It's it's, mm. it's, it's everybody. It's a, and then now. Back in the days, we used to go over there. I mean, I mean, we was over there with Gangstar with a tour bus. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we was touring that motherfucker, going right. from one country across right. Europe, like right. one continent, boom, 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 right. and going across across the fucking globe. Right. And it was it was interesting to, to be able to just make so much money. People say, "Yo, man, I got a record. I want you to come to my studio. You making cash? You right. know, hand over fist, just boom, you know, like that." But now it's a different ball game, you know. And then how about you? Because um. Right now, you can do an act, and someone can film your whole shit. Okay, I got. That's why Pick travels with me when I do shows to make sure nobody's in the audience with their camera. We laser them. We're like, yo, you see that laser on you? Turn that shit with with any text the camera, and deletes all the shit they got. They wow. probably already uploaded it somewhere, but at least we do what we can. Right. And you know, you know, knock on wood, so far so good. I went to a. Um, Chris Rock showed And he put the green bags, right? The green bags. Yeah. Now, I felt like that was a great idea because the very yeah, next Chris does day, that, Dave does that, but I don't what, do what that. Is it, what is, what's the green uh, so, bag? So the, what it is is that you, you can have, I think you can have your shit, but they put it in a green bag where you can't open it. And then at the end, you can walk back out and they give you the key mm. and it opens your phone oh, wow. up. So they're not physically taking your phone. You, you, can, actually, oh, you can actually have your phone. I know it's kind of fucking fucked up because every five minutes you're like, oh shit. Like, you, you can't yeah, open the bag. But when, when I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? At first I felt uncomfortable because I'm sitting here next to fucking Jay-Z. Jay-Z is the guy who invites me mm-hmm. to the shit. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, cool. But he did the same shit. So I was like, all right. And then when I thought about it, the very next day I had a hosting gig or something. And everybody in front of my hosting gig was like this. Yeah, yeah. And I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, yo, do you, do you motherfuckers enjoying me? Or you just want to see me later? They like, watch you later. Like, see That's me exactly now. Put your fucking phone down. I didn't even see you later. Like, put your fucking phone down. It's definitely annoying. That shit is annoying to me. Like, I had to do that in Chicago. You know what I mean? In Chicago, when we was just in Chicago, I said, yo, listen. I rock this shit. I ain't say nothing the whole. It was like halfway through the show. I said I ain't say nothing. But for the rest of the show, can y'all just enjoy what the fuck I'm doing? Like I'm here, and y'all like this. You're not even looking at me. Yeah, you know? but so, it robs them of the experience. Like that's why somebody right. from the '80s can explain hip hop different yeah. than somebody from right now. Because mm-hmm. when you really seeing something and you watching, when you when I watched the Cold Crush for rock, mm-hmm. when I used to watch the Furious Five. What about when you got to open for them? Yeah, that wow. was, that was yeah. supreme force. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was in Amityville at the Ace Center. Wow. And and Grandmaster Cass said, "Who's that group right there? Oh, they supposed to open for you? Those motherfuckers can't stand on my stage. Oh, we wasn't. They have to earn that. So we had, we had to stand in behind the DJ booth." And rock because the, the way the DJ was set up, we couldn't stand in front because I had a barricade. What? So we had to rock on the floor. So while everybody else was angry about that shit, I was like, "Fuck it." That's where I learned to get my bark on because I right. said, "If they can't see me, they're gonna hear yeah, me." Right. So I went loud on them. You know what right. I mean? And then that's when the bumpy started creeping out of me and the shit. Right. You know, I was getting my bark on. But right. I always looked at those lessons. Some lessons you can't be intentionally taught. Right. You have to grab for it. You have to say, "You know what, man." 
I'm going I'm to I'm take this lemon and make lemonade. And, and right. when I would watch those guys perform, I was studying. The first time I seen Dougie Fresh Rock live, man, oh, yeah. I was I was baffled. I was like, what the fuck is that? I like, seen Dougie Fresh perform one record for an hour. Yo. Yeah. And no one can play. No, no, I swear yeah. to God. Like, like, now, who can, now, now, you think you could explain that My through skill. watching him through a cell phone, bro? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. You, ha- you had to actually see that shit. You remember? I remember He's flawless. I was a little kid, man, going to these Mike and Dave shows. And Mike and Dave uh, were like the legendary promoters, DJs back in the days that threw these jams. Bismarck, he'll tell you about them. All these guys will tell you about them. Theodore, all of them. And they was doing Stony Brook College and all these places. Right. And you, they was putting stages up. Right. Cold Crush was pulling into these places in limousines. They pulled a limousine into the gymnasium through a garage door and shit and get out with all this Rick James on. looking oh, shit on. And they jump on stage and they were do these routines and everybody was just blown and nobody's seen nothing like that before you know what I'm saying but now I think the character is different you know the character of the artist is different I think if sometimes I listen to songs and I believe feel like everybody got the same writer you know yeah well, I was about to ask you that because what do you think about people critiquing Drake for having a ghostwriter, but people also praise Bismarcky for the same exact thing can I step in for a second please do <laughs> yeah Drake got on by being a ghostwriter yeah, I heard you talking about this. Before. Yeah, Drake was Lil Wayne's ghostwriter. That's why Wayne signed him and got him on. I definitely don't believe that. But go ahead, I'm telling you that's... I, I, I always look at the other way around. As I say in my act, it's a fact. I always heard it. Excuse me. I always heard it the other way around. I always heard that it was Wayne doing that. Okay, no, continue. Why would Wayne write for Drake when Drake was just little Jimmy from fucking the wheelchair Jimmy guy? I, I don't know. <laughs> but here's what I'm saying. So Drake... Drake got on. He wrote a couple of verses for for Wayne. Wayne liked him. Wayne signed him to Young Money. And then that's how Drake got on. I'm not saying Drake consistently wrote for Wayne, but that's how Drake got his shine at first. And then Drake took the power and ran with it. Now, Drake spits hit after hit after hit after hit. Drake's the only one from this generation who's still going to be around in 20 years and kids are going to go see. Mm. Definitely talented. Well, either you like him or hate him, it's, mm. it, it's, 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 a, it's a fact that I he's going to be there. I agree. And I don't like this era of music at all, but Drake is the one kid, not because I'm from Toronto, right. but Drake is the one kid when I hear him, I go, A, I recognize his voice. Right. B, he's saying some shit other than the usual five words repeated. Right. He says he spits like an MC, but he spits it to this era's tune. So I respect the kid a lot, mm. and and if he has a ghostwriter, fuck, he needs one right now. Uh, it's like he he's, he's got so much shit happening. But, but he can't take that is, time off. I, I, what you're saying is great. It's, it's, it's facts too, as, as well. No one's denying anything you're saying. But what I'm saying is the actual act. He was critiqued in in a very wrong manner. But yeah, yeah well, they went out. They just wanted to go out. But you got people like Easy E who said Ice Cube writes the rhymes that yeah. I but say. But Easy E never really was an MC. Yeah, right. but it doesn't matter. He, he was like that. Yeah, but he got on the mic. We didn't know at that time. No, he did. He we did, didn't know at that time. But he, he was a hustler. He didn't say I'm not a real MC. MC. Right. He, he didn't say I'm not a real MC until after you know the Ice Cube shit. I mean, I think anybody really paying attention could know. Well, he I think it was too MC. early on. Just like when Dre was, was rhyming, he wasn't right. We all knew that too. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I remember when when I first when heard the beat for Ice Cube. That's what I, mean, I knew. I, I was, and Ice Cube exposed it. I, I, I didn't know. Saying. I didn't know. I thought. I as, thought as a fan, when yeah. I first heard NWA, Ren was the guy that I was like, "Yo, that Cube was my favorite MC out of NWA." No, Cube when he went solo, I was like, "Yo, that's a significant one of the best albums." But Ren, his voice, Ben Clark is one of my favorite. I love Ben. 
Who well, writes for Biz? Uh, Dave Kane used to write for Biz, right? Well, well you know, well, yeah. damn near everything. Yeah, but you know what? You know what it, it didn't take away from but Kane wrote for everybody in the Juice Crew. Right. Yep. And not G Rap. No, not G Rap, but yeah, like Shantae and all that. I don't think Craig G, neither. Yeah, Craig G's another True. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, see, the thing is, when you when you got yeah, MCs, too, no, I mean, how many too, people yeah. you know? So how many people you know write their own movies, write their own books? You know what I mean? It, right. You got This is your story This is what you're telling It's, right. it's just that You know what I'm saying right. and I, don't, I don't think Like I got a line In collection Where I say I don't got time To hate on Drake I'm right. trying to make My own motherfucking cake right. And I think right. a lot of times People mm-hmm. get too caught up In watching another man's pockets right. Looking at another man's Relationships right. We become so fucking like fucking bitches well, Always yeah. in the middle Of somebody else's <laughs> shit You know what I'm saying You start like judging Your failures By their successes yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then when you fail You blame them And when you right. win You take credit for it It's like right. That that right. man dude If that man got a ghost Right in his motherfucking right. business right. If Drake walked into Anybody If you walked over Any of these rappers right now And say Yo nigga on Twitter Say fuck Drake That nigga don't write his rhymes And Drake Yo man you wanna, I, I, I wanna sign you I like you His oh, yeah. whole shit He loved Drake yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Switch yeah. Just like that Can't tell me a wall Here's the other thing. Now, is it like that in comedy, though? Like, in, do you guys get frowned upon? Like, I, for once, for once, for, for once, I seen Kevin Hart say some shit, and then I seen a bunch of comedians like, oh, man, you don't write your shit right. And it almost felt breakish. Here, here's the thing for Kevin. Okay. Kevin is the hardest working motherfucker in this game. But I will never outwork him. No comic right. in this game will outwork Kevin Hart ever. Okay. So if Kevin does even in fact have a ghostwriter or two or three or four, which I, I cannot say he does it. or not. I think he admitted to it. I think he. he, he but I think what cool. he had. I don't. Here's the thing. I mean, people say ghostwriter. Right. People think this person writes every word coming out your mouth. Right. What they do is give you. Uh, an idea and then yeah. you it's take like it from there. It's having a co-producer. It's basically what it is. Like right. if, if Kevin does have somebody doing that, it's somebody going, hey Kev, have you thought about uh, maybe blah, blah, blah? Yeah. And yeah. Kevin goes, oh shit! And then he spits it. Okay. And that's how it is. Right. It's somebody, it's, all it is is people to inspire you. And, and, and you, Kevin's so fucked. No, you? never. I got one guy named Ruben Paul who Who's that? He'll be out here in Miami Improv with me on weekend if y'all want to come through. I, yeah, from tomorrow till Monday. Um, but Ruben is the only guy I trust in this game who can watch my set because I spit. Oh, the Spanish guy with the long hair? No, nah, no, nah, he's a patient. Okay. With, uh, with, oh, okay. Uh, I saw him. Um, he talked about his mother, how rough his mother. He talked about how his mother puts his mother rice on the pizza. No, he, said his, he said his mother goes to any hood and be like, this is nice. It comes with food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, you know what? He's going to fucking I'm bug so out. He's Haitian. That's my Haitian friend. He's like, oh, oh, my futu galo. <laughs> First of all, you're gonna fucking cry when I tell him Nori knows your act. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, yeah. I actually see y'all chemistry. I see y'all in the back of the car. I see y'all chemistry. So, so he can watch me and organize my shit because I'm mad scrambled when so I'm you on stage. Cut it. I heard he'll know, he'll be like, that. yeah, you, you, you see that bit? Put yeah. that it's over like there. Editing. Put this over there. Good. Good. And, and, and my sets flow seamlessly when he does it. So let me ask you something. When you film a special, because you got like fucking 15 I'm shooting a new one. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Shooting a new one in June in India. I, in India? In the motherland. I'm thinking about going. <laughs> yeah, you want drink chips open up for you? I'm thinking oh about God. going. Let's do it. Let's I've do it. I've never been there. I've never been there. I'm thinking about going. Yo, come on, I'm out there. No, you're not. 
So you got 15 million uh, specials, right? So what I'm saying is, how do, when when you film a special, you film it in different places and you're taking the best parts of no, I just shoot it over. One. One, I either shoot it over one night or okay. two nights, but I, uh, very rarely do I splice them together right. to make one show. Okay, I did that once. I think on my green card tour, um, I spliced two nights into one night, okay. and that's why if you watch it, you'll see I'm talking to the audience, and the audience looks different at two different times. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, where's that black guy that I saw a minute ago? He's gone. But I try to do it in one take just because I like the seamlessness of it all. I like it to be real. And I'll call myself out if I, I'll tell people, yo, that's two nights. I, I did that joke better the second night, so I took that one, you know what I mean? But right. I try not to do it like that. Why? Is it a downfall to do it? Nah, it's just as a personal thing. It's a personal thing for me. Because I remember, like, I forget who, uh, they did a tour, and you can tell. I don't think it was Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris did it over, but he, he intentionally did that. It's right. like over three cities or three countries. Yeah, that's what it was. And yeah. it was like the same act in three different cities. Right. I, I don't think it flowed the same way he hoped it would. Yeah, because, because you would need to fuck it up right now while filming. No, it. no, it's just I think you would have needed to know what the act was in one city mm. in order to watch it happen over three. It's kind of like somebody mm. performing a song that you know, mm. and then you know you see it happening in three different parts. You can piece it together and it makes sense to you. But mm. with comedy, you don't know uh, that it's it's going to go like that. Well, I'm just starting promoting right now. Let the people know that September sixth. I'm trying to do the quadruple play, which means we're doing a podcast in New York in the daytime. Then we're doing a show, maybe Capone Noriega, maybe just Noriega. No, no, do Capone then, Noriega. And then we're flying to L.A. And we're doing a podcast and a show there. Hey, I want to be the first. I want to be there. I want to be the first Deion Sanders type wow. to do this. Uh, so we're announcing this right here. Inspired because I really looked at it today when, when first off, when they said, "Yo, first off, you're you're probably the coolest com- comedian right now because you brought fucking bumpy knuckles, Freddie fucking Fox." <laughs> <laughs> we've had Mike Epps on here, we've had Marlon Wayne's on here, we've had no Jack comedian, Brothers, but no comedian porter. Like this is this is just. So you just got... Well, that's because those guys can stand on their own. I needed somebody to give me a... <laughs> no, 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 I needed to bring the Gucci no, no, for cool no, you everybody. You <laughs> the fact is that Comedians have been one of our favorite episodes. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Episodes. I watched the Jazzy Jeff one. It, that was dope. And so, you know, you, know, you know, one of the things that I admire about you is you're, you're always a comedian. And that's, that's what was, was great to me. Like, one thing is that struck me about Marlon Wayans was I cracked a joke on Marlon Wayans, which was bad, which was bad on my behalf. Like, right. I seen him, he had on spandex. I was like, come on, brother. Yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I seen him literally scrambling <laughs> 15 million jokes in his mind. He was like, what? He's like, and I remember I had like, this was like, I had like every chain I owned. The same chain that we did the show? No, this uh, is how we got, we got the show uh, hooked up. Because <laughs> I had like every chain on in my mind. And he, he just, he, you can tell he made every joke about the 50 million chains I had on in the big one. And I was just like, before he even said something, I was like, yo, yo, my back. <laughs> I said, I really seen a comedian work. And it was the same thing, like when we connected, yeah. it was like, we were sitting down, we were talking regular, but it was just like, it's so much in you. And like, when you look at your act, like you can't help it. Like you can't help with your improv. You always, oh, right. I just spit. you always be like, hey, buddy, what's your name? 
Oh, Aaron. Aaron. Sure. <laughs> Aaron, where you from, Aaron? He's like, oh, so, but you know what you're you getting, you know you get, though? No? Uh-huh. 30 minutes into the show, he'll uh-huh. go back to that same person exactly. and remember his name. And remember his name. That shit is amazing. I don't know if I can remember, remember the rhyme. I'm going to remember some old racist name. white guy. You knew some English guy that was very hairy. Right. And then you and you came back and you remembered all that shit. You don't smoke marijuana at all. No, but I don't okay. mind. I like, I like when it's smoked in front of me because I, <laughs> I kind of like the content. <laughs> I loved him. No, him when he was in that Steven Seagal movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you. Walk with that. Walk with that. Oh, I'm Lord Clark Tessie. <laughs> are you even West Indian? <laughs> what are you? Jamaican. Oh, well, they, well, they, and the hair works. <laughs> Some of those two, you should have a word with them. <laughs> Happy modern cheese. <laughs> you know the crazy shit about your act is, right? Is is very like borderline, like you know, race. I try to be race related. I always right? try to be. But here's the crazy thing. So I thought at first I was like, yo, man, he got to be careful. But then when I looked at everything, I was like, that's exactly what you should not be. The yeah. thing is, every race is funny. Yeah. Every race is prejudiced. I don't Pe- people, fall. people get it because. I go in when I talk about their nationality, culture, their race, whatever. Uh-huh. I talk about it from shit that they think only they know about themselves. Exactly. That's and that's like when they go, okay, hold on. It's true. Is that all? He knows us. Mm-hmm. We can't be offended right now. Right. Like Cubans, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what happens when a Cuban gets a flat tire, right? They drown. Right. Now listen. Like, <laughs> my, <laughs> Like my, my girl, my, this is real. My girl's Mexican and Honduran, right? And when she was in labor and they broke her water, candies fell out of her. That's how Mexican she is. <laughs> is it Tiger Balls, huh? I don't even know what Tiger Balls is. No, listen, I'm gonna be honest. I, by, the way, by the way, I don't want to take Tiger Ball, but I can see the fans right now. What is Tiger Ball? This is it's. It's not, our comedian that we have. <laughs> but you guys are legends. We can't. We can't come here and you know pause. Do we, we don't have a Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee. You want Dominican break? Tiger Bowl. Tiger Bowl. Come on, you want Dominican break? Tiger Bowl. I mean, Jesus. You got a Hispanic red bone. Yeah. He's Dominican. What do you have to say about Dominicans? Oh shit, Dominicans, be careful. You're shaky. Let's see what you no. say. Well, let's see how you go to act after this shot. <laughs> Is this fucking Mama Wana? Give him just like me, little, little. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, you can do this one. Yeah, I do one. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's a health shot. Yeah. DK healthy. Healthy living. Somebody play some bachata while he's pouring. Oh, yeah. Mama Yeah. <laughs>
I never said it was good. Oh, should taste oh. like Robitussin. Come on, I want to rinse it down with that. Now, let me ask you That's an ancient shiny secret we just gave you. Yeah, when I just drink cow gum. about you is I understand. <laughs> and it won't take you I, I see that you understand the internet. Mm-hmm. You understand it in real time. Mm-hmm. One of our brothers, KRS1, mm-hmm. yeah, had him on here, and I don't think he understood the internet at the time. Because mm-hmm. what happened was, this is when African Mambada's story first broke. Right. Mm-hmm. Which one? The first one, the first one, the, right? The, the first the one. one. So we, we were all hurt in hip hop. Or the I one. Mean, the one that, you know, it digitally, virally. Right. Because, you know, everyone had heard, obviously, things before, but this is the first time. We try to keep it down, fellas. This is the first time um, we had seen it virally, right? Mm-hmm. So KRS came here and we asked him. So he was like, yo, you know, what do you think about. The Bambada shit. So I don't think he had heard of it. Yeah, at the time. thinking that we already was. He knew what was he, going we, on. We, yeah. So you know, because sometimes we'll we'll hold, hold this episode and drop it two weeks later, or mm-hmm. you know, you know, it, it, you know, sometimes. So what happened was, um, we asked him about the Bambada shit, and, he, and his response was, "Well, I don't care. I got Bambada's back." Ooh. Um, but he didn't. <laughs> no, know. no, 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 no. But- yeah, it's, he didn't. We didn't fully know the situation at the time. No, he's oh, saying yeah. he, didn't, he didn't know about it yet. He didn't hear about it. But so like, based on him not knowing any of the facts, he's not going to comment, and he's going to have his back until he knows more of the facts. Mm-hmm. You know? So what happens is the episode comes out. When the episode comes out, so many people critique him. And, yeah, yeah. And the thing was, we, we, had no, we had no contact with, with KRS because we wanted him to just say. Because mm-hmm. he went, no, he went to, to do a show. He went to Europe. Yeah, he he, he doesn't fly, boat. so he took he a cruise. cruise so we couldn't get to Spain. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy that he doesn't fly. So he, 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 he took a cruise. He right from the for one line so and just say, like, oh, I didn't know Africa Bambada's allegations. That was It was very simple because... At the time, he, he would have got fully away from him. Like I said, we couldn't uh, con- get in contact with him. But you seem like somebody that's very abreast of what's going on. Mm-hmm. What, what, how do how, how you think he could have handled that situation? Ooh, Chris uh, or Chris? Bam? Oh, yeah. Chris? Chris, yes. Or both? I mean, well, well, Chris is a super intelligent dude. I, I, think, right. I think had he been given the facts... Right. He would have probably at the time we didn't even. I know think it was, fair it was just an allegation. Just an allegation. But I also think it's unfair for everybody to want you to fucking hang somebody because they want to hang somebody. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not one of. Bandwagon hanging. Not a big fan of, of of interest being interested in what other dudes do with they swipe and all that. Uh-huh. But I'm also not a fan of violating people's you know right. sexuality and all. That. I don't right. get into none of that shit. Because I feel like that's out of bounds, right. you know. For once you speak on somebody else's personal shit, right. now you gotta own the ramifications of your critiquing it. Mm. If you say something about a motherfucker and you don't know what it is, and you fuck around, and get your fronts knocked out. Right. Now you gotta own that. You right. know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's not called bumpy numbers for no reason. You gotta really be ready to know what you're talking about. A lot of times, people be so busy worrying about what other motherfuckers is doing. Like I said before, <clears throat> you always in another man's business or another person's business. You know, it's different if somebody jump on the internet and do, you know, when the girl jump on the internet and get naked and do all kind of shit and dudes come at her a certain way, she kind of owns that because the the way she's carrying herself. But when you just ask a random motherfucker, yo, what you think about this guy? And then you start saying shit about them and you don't really lead them to it. You don't really know what the fucking shit is and you get your ass beat. Right. Right. That's a whole nother ball game, man. So I'm very cautious about that kind of input for myself. Because you was kind of caught up in a little internet controversy where I, you did a DJ Vlad interview, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You said that um, you had a conversation with Birdman, but there's an actual audio of Wendy Day 
saying that nah, he, Bumpy Knuckles pulled out a gun on her. <laughs> it's kind of famous, man. I didn't want to. I, I, I thought you brought it up. <laughs> and that fucking broad sold you out. Nah, I'm drunk now. It's yeah. about to happen. Yeah, yeah. she didn't sell him out. She did. She definitely didn't sell him out. She's a friend of mine. She did sell me out. She didn't sell you out. She felt like it was out there. She was actually like bigging him up. Yeah. Yeah, she, I, she, she, Wendy's always been solid with me, bro. She's always been cool people. She, right. you know, I've never done any business with her, you know, right. because she, oh, she wow. was, she, she, she so was, that was just out of love. Just friends, bro. Like, Wendy Day is the real deal. Like, wow. when I tell you the real deal, like, that was just my home, though. Just in the head, she always used to put me into, like, these panels, speaking panels. Mm. And stuff like that, but I never did. Like she's a deal maker. She know how to make deals. I think she got beat on a deal, something like that. With them, right. if that's what she said. And to you me, went whatever. to Hot ninety seven. And I met with Birdman. We had a conversation about it. She said, "Bump, this is what's going on." And you know, so I said, "I said, so let me talk to him and you know see what it is." So the exact exactly what happened is just what I'm about to tell you to happen. Right. Went to Hot ninety seven. Me and two of my guys. We went upstairs. Flex was me and Flex was cool at the time, so Flex would let you upstairs when he was cool with you back in the day. And shit. Now you can't do that shit. Man. But uh, I, went up, I, went, like I went upstairs. Some dudes had a shootout in front of the. I don't know this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I went upstairs. And I told I said to Bird, I said, "Yo, man, I, you know they were getting ready. They were finishing. I think finishing anyone." Anyway, what year was this? I don't even remember. 90s or 2000s? I don't remember, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Dream Chance fans, come this one of our fans. I don't remember. When this shit come out, they're going to be telling us the exact date. So I went upstairs. Wayne was there. You know, he, you know, I said what up to him, whatever. And he was, he had a couple security guys with him. So Birdman, you know, he, on his own, you know, right. he, he said, yo, let's go, let's take a walk. So mm-hmm. we walked down, you know, we walked Obviously, he knew who he was. Yeah, we walked downstairs and shit. And uh, I told him, I said, hey, man, um, the situation with Wendy Day, you know, is, 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 is bubbling and, and it's kind of a situation I want, I want to help her fix. So mm-hmm. is there any way I could get you and her to kind of hash this out? She's a good friend of mine, X, Y, Z. He said, yeah, 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 we could do it, man, you know, whatever. So I put him on the phone with her right. and I left the man with my phone talking to her and I walked away. The gun incident came because there was a kid across the street that oh, yeah. was lurking around. Right. And Birdman had a guy with him who kept noticing the guy, and I was like, you know, I said, "What's up?" Man? They, he was with you. Yeah, he thought the guy was with me, but the right. guy wasn't with me. So I told the guy to come in, and I said, "Hey, yo, dog, come in for a second And the kid came over there, and when he came over, I grabbed him, and then I pulled right. the gun on him. On, and oh, I said, okay. "What you doing over there?" And he said, right. "Yo, I just want an autograph." Oh, okay. And then I felt bad. I was like, oh, shit. You know, so I put my hammer away. Uh, and I get, you know. Uh, he, waited, he, he, he waited for Birdman. Uh, Wait, no, Bumpy gave his autograph. He goes, who the fuck are you? Yeah. He goes, this is your autograph. Yeah. Yeah. So he, that's what that was. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so at, the, at that time, the kid, the kid, you know, Birdman was talking to her on the phone. The kid went back and went on his way. And I wanted to make sure Birdman's guy wasn't right. uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And then after him and Wendy talked, me and, and him shook, is New York. Me and him shook his head because you know there's a cop coming around the corner every ten fucking minutes. So right. th- th- that turned into me putting this man on the ground and doing all this so bullshit, and yeah. it never happened that way. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I think your so reputation, there was a gun, but it had nothing to do with Birdman. Yeah, I didn't. I, I yeah. wouldn't. I think that your reputation um, preceded itself at the time, and yeah, I yeah. think that um, 
that, that's probably the reason why. Because yeah. I, I look at you as an honorable man. Like yeah, I, people yeah. put a two on a ten. You and know, I gave that you shit. enough tiger bones. And, to, to, <laughs> to, if you if you you would have just you know you know what I mean like yeah yeah you would have been but but I I think that's honorable. I think even you stepping up yeah. saying that you even you never even did business with Wendy Day, uh-huh. but you wanted to do that. I think that's just honorable. I think that hip hop. That's the reason why we started this show. Is just we want to keep honoring. You know, you want to do another shot tiger bone? Just me and you. you I'm like, all right, come on, let's, let's leave me and come on, let's do it. Why? Because he's idiot? And you, and you, because I, I don't want to. Let me tell you another one of them tiger bones. I'm pushing him out of his chair and I'm yes, taking this. Yeah. <laughs> Respect that style of comedy where everyone knows that you're not being offensive. Never. But, but my shit's always coming from a happy place. Yes, and you can see it in my eyes. He'd be like, "Fuck that guy." If I was, if I was being a dick, he, he knows. It's all man. Yeah, that's all man. That's what I'm talking about. Now give me your wallet, motherfucker. Where's my shit? Right here. Right there. Oh shit! He ain't the skip. I was, I was probably not even No effing. Uh, don't do it. Listen, listen. You were always effing when I was growing up. You, excuse me, you used to do mixtapes, right? Yeah. I bought some of your mixtapes back in the day. Now you really hip hop, bro. I am. I'm you a nerd. Really hip hop. So now, no, you know how. Let me, what's up with Socrates from Toronto? Is he, is he from Toronto? Yeah, he is. Imani? Of course he is. Salud. <laughs> I should just Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ah! One more and you're walking. Yo, so they definitely sell us in Mumbai. Now, what, that? That's a flashlight in Mumbai. So now I have to ask, is there any, like, um, like brown-on-brown comedy crime, like, I get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm basically the bumpy knuckles of the of the Indian comedy world, Ooh. where they kind of look at me and go, "All right, he, he knows what he's doing." Mm. I mean, I used to box, I do mm. jujitsu. 
I'm, it's not, and I'm an older guy. So. Are you saying you will beat Aziz's ass? Became oh, he's a little dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little dude. He, 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 he never had it like that. He never got jumped. He never been in fucking fights. He never been around shootouts. It's not his thing. That's not his thing. Yeah, not. I've been around that shit. It's not like I was doing it, but I was there running from it the same way. <laughs> it's not like I was a fucking gangster. Shoot me, motherfucker. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> the shooting stops. Stop it, God damn it! And then I was a, when there was a chick beside me, I pushed her away. Get the fuck out of here, bitch! I can't save myself. <laughs> what are you doing in here? <laughs> Didn't you spar with Joe Rogan recently? I rolled with him. Yeah, I do jujitsu. I'm a blue belt. He's a he's a black belt. Man. I fight Jake. Okay, hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. <laughs> So, was there ever an issue with you and Aziz? Like, is there? It was like more of a disrespect kind of thing, which we pretty much sorted out. So I feel like, like, like you're like the OG. And oh, y'all had beef for real? Nah, well, Indians can't have beef. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dance off? What is it? And he's Aziz, so he can't have pork. No, whatever. Okay, <laughs> oh, Pakistan. No, no, he's Indian, but he, he's Muslim. But whatever. He, <laughs> no, the thing is, I, you know, when I first met him, I took it a certain way. That I felt like he was disrespectful. He felt like he's a dick. Yeah, and then I, and then, and then let's, I. Let's talk about that. No, he, I thought he was a dick when I met him. Okay. And then when, when I after that? talking to people, they were like, "No, that's just how he is." And I go, "So he's a dick?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, oh, he's not a dick. He's no, a dick." No, they were like, "He's a dick, but it's not specific to you. He's <laughs> not your dick. He's just a dick." Yeah, yeah, he's not a dick to you. He's just a dick. You know what I mean? Like. I was like, oh, okay. So when I, I met him and he wanted to fix it, and I was like, cool. Right. And then when all that shit happened with him, oh, he was me too. Yeah, it was but a fucking bullshit. It was a bullshit. It was a bullshit yeah, me too. Lie. It's a yeah, fucked yeah, up. You got me too. It was a fucked up me too. Some bitch out and she didn't like it. No, here's the thing. This me too is whack because it's like all it is whack is me too. All it is like you had no game. That's all it is. It was what? He had no game. That's what his me too was. Well, I thought his me too because he ate the bitch pussy and she. Whatever it was, it was whack. She felt uncomfortable after that. Right. No, she felt uncomfortable when she felt it was the right time to feel uncomfortable. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. And you know, we may not be the best of friends. And we may not be the best of friends, but oh. when that shit happened, yeah, I was, shot him an email wild. and I was like, yo, I want you to know I'm riding with you. Yeah, that's nah, gonna lie. And then oh, the no, real shit off. is that's his seated. email bounced back because he gave me the wrong fucking email. And then I went, you know what? That's in line with your behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now when I'm taking personal, I'm like, that's just who he is, dog. I mean, wow. it ain't personal. <laughs> So you guys, I mean, I'm not to say it like that. I really don't hate nobody. No, no, I mean neither. But I'm not to say it like that. But like, you guys ain't come up in like the same comedy. No, I've been doing it 30 years, dog. Oh, okay. When I was, I started 89. He started maybe 2000 and something. Mm. That's like, you know, mm. you know, it's, you know. I knew a girl named Superhead. She yeah. gave Superhead. <laughs> she lived in my building. She even gave the Superhead. <laughs> I'm trying to. Here's the thing. If you, 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 you say like you're Jay-Z or like you're like Nas, what, what, what do you want to um, be? What do you want to be? Like I want to be KRS. Um, okay. Uh, because he don't have the mainstream success, but he got the respect in the game. Absolutely. And he's going to work forever. 
He will. That's where I want to be. And Aziz is. Aziz is. Um, be very he's careful. like one of them new cats. I, I one of the new rappers, you know what I mean? I need to hear, I need to hear. Let's see I who. Because I know you know, so I need to hear. Let's see who it be. And listen, listen. Michael Rappaport recently critiqued uh, uh, Meek Mill, and people were like, discredited Michael, Michael, Michael Crackle. I, I, I need you to be very careful. Okay, let me see. Yes. I'm need, not really concerned with it either way. Um, who would Aziz be? Or make up a name that sounds like a name. No, no, I'm, I'm going to be you real. You want KRS with KRS bank account or with KRS with Jay-Z's bank account? I want to be. I am bank account. Already. Okay. KRS That's why I want to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I, in the yeah, public eyes, Jay-Z is the richest. Yeah. In the public eye. Like the public eye. I'm going to deal with the public eye right now. I got to deal with how I'm living. I'm living real fucking great. As Aziz. 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 So who will Aziz be? Aziz I, I, I do like Aziz ass. too. I like both y'all brown niggas. I, 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 let's be honest, I really got a problem with Aziz. Oh, yeah. and, I, and, and I felt I bad when that shit... Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it. It ain't worth it. You know what I mean? It ain't, it, the, what, yeah, what, just, it ain't even worth it. So, okay, I mean, I hope... It, it, I mean, it's Rocky? Cre- yeah, one of them. You said ASAP Rocky? How about ASAP... Uh, which one got... Ferg? Yeah. You know, like one of them ASAP dudes. How about Bobby... No, not Bobby Schmurda got respect. Um... That cut deep. Yeah, dude, he, he's designer. Oh, damn. Wait, okay, all right. Let's I be feel clear. Bad for designer. <laughs> Let's be clear. Big up designer. But designer is known for sounding like somebody else. I know, but they all sound like each other. So it ain't specific to designer. Mm. They all fucking sound like the same dude. Whoever they trying to fucking sound like. Mm. So you saying? I want to ask you and Bumpy a question. So you say every comedian after you. Is under you? No, no, they're not under me. Mm. But the but the thing is, I'm first. Mm. I came first, and it doesn't matter who comes after me. You the cool who comes, this shit. Who comes bigger than me? Who comes more successful than me? The bottom line is, kiss the motherfucking ring. You the cool worker, Indian comedy. Cool you don't speak. You don't speak. India, you like me, you like you were fronting good. Oh, I front like a motherfucker. The same way somebody spoke Spanish, you like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> CC, motherfucker. <laughs> CC. <laughs> Tito Puente, motherfucker. He went, got you. You were the guy that will say, you were the guy that will say, Louboutin sneakers with the spikes, I don't wear, uh, that's don't a weirdos. Wear I'm a hood nigga. nigga, I don't, I don't wear those. That's a fact. Now let, let me ask you this, both of y'all, yeah. since we both in the same room. Yes. A lot of people don't know this. Yeah. Y'all had a problem behind the scenes oh, yeah. a long time yeah, ago. So that, Damn, thank you for bringing that up. And, <laughs> and it never <laughs> got it got squashed behind the scenes and it got squashed real nice. Yes. No, because you know why what I felt? I felt um similar to like how you said Red Alert. He said Red Alert wouldn't play your records, but he told you to your face. Mm-hmm. I felt like that's what you was telling me. Like I felt like you was like, yo, don't get no money and start slapping. I felt like that's what I was that's what you were saying to me mm-hmm. on, on the joint. So um when you said that, I was just like, fuck it, I just gotta go back. Mm-hmm. And we went back and we seen each other the, the Benz dealer, right? Mm-hmm. On 57. A BMW. Uh, a BMW dealer on 57th Street. That's how that's how oh, Wise was, didn't get in, in between you guys too? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uncle Wise. No. Oh, no, no, no. I, no, no, no. Thought, I, th- I thought that was the story. Uh-huh. No, here's let me, let, me, let me explain to you where it came yeah. from. Okay, cool. When I was doing Industry Shakedown, mm. I was in a place where I was looking at the entire industry, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm in a barbershop. If I'm not mistaken, it was a barbershop somewhere in Long Island. And you know when you're in a barbershop, people start saying, oh, this motherfucker can rap better than this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So somebody said, Nori is my nigga. I love Nori. Everything that nigga Nori is dope. And I was like, so one kid said, fuck that. Nori's is better than that, but now he's got this record out where he uh-huh. which is what what on it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think he's stuck. He's staying like he's the industry got him stuck there. Right. So they, you know, this guy said that, and, and it struck a nerve in me. Like, mm-hmm. damn, it's crazy how mm-hmm. how much people really critique us mm-hmm. as artists. Yeah. So True. I started writing inside your head, and I'm sitting there, and this shit was inside my head. So mm-hmm. I said, I'm sick and tired of Nori saying what, what, what. <laughs> Write some rhymes, my nigga. Give this shit up, up, up. Because I know he's nicer than that. But I never said, I should have said the nicer part. But right. when he heard it, I felt like what I said to you was take that Bob did the Bob bullshit on. Right. And he took a Freddie Fox, he took the gun and put me in a box. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, why does he really took this shit hard? Like, he was heated with me. Like, that shit was You know why? Because we had a record before Industry Shakedown yeah. that was like a pre, and I was the dude campaigning. Yeah. So I was like, I felt the same way when Nas did that to me. I was campaigning, and sometimes, but you, when I later realized, like you said to me, uh, you didn't say it to me directly, like you said with Red Alert. Mm-hmm. I, I, when you when you said that story, I was like, that's the same as that story. That's how you feel. But the funny shit it was, one time Maceo from Daylight called me, he said, yo, man, I was on the fucking Puerto Rican Day Parade floor, and I played the fucking record. Thing about the whole shit was man yeah. yep. was 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 when we were able to, when I was able to to, right. to to send your kids to Monday Night Raw man yeah oh no, no no I was gonna get to that oh my listen yeah, let bro. me tell you something crazy shit was me and me and them, like, like I said we, we sparred we did what I had to, I knew it was coming from an older brother perspective mm-hmm. so after I knew that I chilled what happened was. I knew that he, you had to connect with John Cena. That's my I, don't, man. I, don't, yeah. I don't know if he was writing his rhyme or whatever. Nah, nah, nah. We just making music together. So, you want to write for him? Nah. So, oh, my kids, Benzino kids, and I forget who else kids. Oh, it was your, your kids, right? So, we all, and I'm like, damn, WrestleMania. So, I, I, hit, I hit him. I said, I know this is crazy because like, <laughs> <laughs> me asking for this is kind of like yeah. retarded, but. Like, yo, um, you think you could get WrestleMania tickets for yeah, me? Yeah, WrestleMania, yeah. Sure. And he was like, I got you. And, like, it was, like, 14 minutes later, like, flatline, boom. And I remember, like, looking to the kids, and they was like, so we going to go? <laughs> and I was like, I think. And then 14 minutes later, he's like, you good. Your name is at World Call. And I was like, you don't need to know my name? He said, come on, no, I know your fucking government name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was so gangster. And I was like, damn. And I, I never really, I thank you over the phone. Nah, it was but I want to thank you over the phone. You made me father of the year for that year yeah. because no one, Benzino couldn't get tickets. I forget, it was, it was Kaz and it was one other person that was that bailed out on us. I still got the chair in my crib. Yeah. And I was the, I was so, thank you so Let much. Let me tell you something, brother. bro. It was, not only was it an honor to do yeah. it for you, bro, mm-hmm. but it was, you the only yeah. motherfucker that said thank you. Whoa, wow. So wow. Benzino, you motherfucker, I didn't even know your kids <laughs> went. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. Benzino's my man. That's right, that's right. I was honored to do it for you guys, mm-hmm. man, and, and make sure that I felt like I, I 
it, 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 it lifted a burden off me, man. Because right. I'm gonna be honest with you, I always that was the, it was two things about industry shakedown right. that I that I wish. I could have really had a be- better way of explaining. But when you right. writing off emotion, it was your yeah. line right. and the Sylvia Rome thing. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? She just got promoted too, right? Yeah, that's that's cool. You know, yeah. and, and I'm and I'm not a I'm not an industry. I don't right. chase deals. I don't go right. to labels. I just feel like there's a there's a there's I don't really fit into the mold of industry. I never did well at major labels. I had a few major deals. I just don't do well. Because a big there. part of your career, people uh, say that you're a black ball, right? Yeah, yeah. I was and, born that way anyway. So and, just, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> you got but, black balls. Um, <laughs> yeah, we all do. Yeah. Well, well, one of the things is for these new kids coming up, um, because even when I, uh, I, I even Googled you, one of the first things that popped up mm-hmm. was Blackballed from such a, yeah. they had actually timeline. I didn't screenshot it, but mm-hmm. they actually had a timeline. I'm not good at Google, mm-hmm. so but they actually had a timeline where you thought, like from <clears throat> yeah, from eighty to something, where they they actually pinpointed where you thought you was blackballed. It's, yeah, it you, was. You, it, I mean, there was a lot of times that there was a lot of people that even today, man, shake my hand and were part of the part of the process of saying. Yo, don't fuck with him if you, because if you don't and, sell. And you records, think that started from Flavor Unit? <clears throat> it might have. If, if that, if that's, it well, might have, it might have. Why? Because of Flavor Unit, though. It might have. Because he was signed to Flavor Unit back then. Yeah. Right, but and you and felt then, like the Flavor Unit was a, well, a, 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 like a, um, like they looked out for. I think I don't know if it was actually it wasn't. I don't think it was Queen Latifah or I don't think it was Shaq Kim. Right. I think it was people that were in the office there, mm. around them that felt like you know, you know, so, when you, when you, if, listen, if you drop the ball. You're not gonna say I dropped the ball. You're gonna say the nigga threw the shit so right. fucked up that I uh, yeah. couldn't catch it because it's it was lit. way over there right. and my arms ain't that long. You know what I mean? So, listen, I got caught up in the middle of a lot of politics uh-huh. at, at Flavor Unit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I and, and I never got a chance to really say that I, I, I appreciated that Shaquem and Latifah and and Naughty by Nature Camp gave me an opportunity to really rock out. You know, but business is business. You was on Tommy Boy? No, right? I was not. Nah, I wasn't on okay. Tank. I wasn't on Tommy Boy. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 what you say. Yeah. The rest of yeah. Flavor Unit yeah. was. Yeah. Not all of them. No, only uh, Tommy Boy was. Naughty. Naughty. Apache. Apache was. Queen Latifah. Latifah. Yeah. So Flavor Unit was the management? But, yeah, Flavor, Flavor Unit was my management. And then they right. did Flavor Unit Records. So it was a big. Right, because I know they had the record label. It was yeah. a compilation. Yeah. Like, I remember that posse. A lot of that politics with FX. Benzino was in the head. Yeah, yeah, Made Men. What was Benzino doing in there? It was a group of Made Men. That was after all. Almighty RSO? No, yeah, no, no. Almighty RSO is a part of that. Yeah, that was. Okay. Y'all was, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was Nah, yeah, yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. That's why we knew when he said when you said my name, I was like, strap up, nigga. <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna bring up you guys thinking. Nah, 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 nah. It's 2019. He's like Oakland. He's hammerless. No, let me tell you something. As as a OG, like when he said, "Yo, I got older and I realized what Red Alert said to me was just he just didn't like my record. It wasn't like he didn't like me. He didn't like my movement. Mm-hmm. This is what he's saying that he said Red Alert told him." So as I watched that today, I was like, that's the same exact thing. The thing was, that's how I, felt. I took it as, as I got older. It was like, yo, you were saying, because, I, I, you know, to a certain extent, that's what Steve Style said. Steve Style came on here and said, at a certain point in your career, you got money and you slacked. 
I didn't look at it like that, but certain people did, and I can't be the person that sit around and be like, nigga, you you didn't slap. If this is what, you know, you're being accused of, sometimes you gotta go, and it made me step my shit up. So I always appreciated that as I got older. As a young nigga, mm-hmm. I was mad as shit. You know what I'm saying? But as I got older, that's why I was, I was, I was loving to... Uh, I'll, I'll bring that up right now. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really like. Like honestly, I'm glad okay. you, that it came out because mm-hmm. I was gonna bring it up anyway. But mm-hmm. the end of the day, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta face these type of things with people, man. As men, you know, we and men, as MCs, no, yeah, as, as men, you're men, right, men first, MCs, MCs second. You know, what as, I'm saying? as MCs, you better be tested. Yeah, you gotta be. You and, better be tested. And, and, and I always yeah. said this. I said, I, like I noticed after I said that, you never said what what no more. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but but I did two records with you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you yeah. body both of them shit. Oh, and I mean hard body. And I mean, we listen to them when I work out. I haven't worked out in a minute. I've been fucking up. Yeah, we listen to them when I work out. Math problem. Worst case. And at the end of the day, you always been. I respected lyricists yep. I've always respected yep. as a lyricist yep. I've always respected as a, and, and I remember going back and forth on the phone with you like when yep. we got the beats like you yep. know what I mean and yep. come on the, the song yep. that I did on um, I think BAP yep. the one BAP on my collection album yep. which it was supposed to be a me and Nori song and then yep. it ended up being something else and, you know all these mm. great MCs out here yep. now you definitely yep. to, in my book yeah are in, a, in my top 15 Because you came cause, cause in remember, era like, And remember Let me just tell y'all something A lot of people Don't credit me man I don't nigga that made Niggas do ad-libs again man Oh yeah You know what I'm saying I don't nigga oh, yeah. And he yeah. got his own language Yeah yeah, yeah. Like, You know what I'm saying He got his own language You got your own language So I mean it, it, you know, when, right. you, when, it, when it boils down To, to what hip hop Is really right. about Right You know mm. I don't really have regrets like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like when you regret it, you had no business doing it in the first place. I, right. I, I was, I was, when I wrote from a place of passion right. and what was going on in my head. How many niggas you know look at, right. you were talking about earlier about right. who really writes? Right. Love these dudes to look at a motherfucker and they crew that's right. busting his gun and going to jail and yeah. it's their story yeah. on, on records. They're not saying it about him, they're saying it about themselves. So, you know. And, and another thing about you, you never glorify selling drugs. Nope. Not once. I never, like, I never sold You drugs. said it on an interview, and I literally went through all your music yeah. trying to catch it. I don't sell drugs. I, like, like, so I literally, because we didn't do it. I, no, no, I, see, I see an interview with um, you, and I think that's Preem Brother. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Real Rap? Oh, yeah, rap. Rap. Yeah, rap. 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 Yeah, rap. Yeah. That's our man. And yeah. rap, rap is Supreme Man. That's yeah, brother? That's older brother. Oh, okay. That's older brother. Yeah. Right. Rap's the one with the actually rap, and the Supreme kind of caught the... So, trickle down. So I heard that, and then when I heard that, a caller called in, and you, you, I stopped the caller. You say, "Listen, I want to be clarified because there's two people up here, mm-hmm. and one of them is not glorifying selling drugs, but he's 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 saying his past life." Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you that I never said that. Check all my rhymes. So I had to challenge you. Bro, let me tell you something. I'm funny and I went story. through your whole catalog. Here's a funny story about me. Here's a funny story about me <laughs> trying, for trying to sell drugs. I'm like, this is the most, this is probably the most realest shit you'll ever hear. Okay. I'm in Boston. Mm-hmm. Big Chuck. Okay. Right? Legendary motherfucker. Not Chuck, chill out. Big Chuck. Okay, Big, okay, Big okay. Chuck is a legend okay. in Boston. California, okay. Boston legend. And <clears throat> I'm hustling in Boston, uh-huh. but I'm not selling drugs. I'm pimping and shit. Right. Okay. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm running around, and, I'm, and I, got a, I got a mean stable, big stable. I'm down in the combat zone. Mm-hmm. And Chuck said, yo, man, you know, I, I got some work. I want to put some work out. So I said, yeah, give me that shit. I got this. I ain't never sold drugs. I never, it's never been my forte. Right. So he said, all right, you know, you got to hide this shit. So I go behind the bushes, and I start digging a hole and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? 
are you doing, bro? He said, I'm hiring the drugs. He said, what the f-? He said, what the fuck are you doing? Get the f- your big ass out the bushes and shit. So I got, I'm crawling out of the bushes and shit. The motherfucker said, yo, man, give me my shit, man. He took his shit. And he picked, he opened the condom. He put the pack to the condom and threw the shit on the ground. He said, who you know going to pick up a condom? Uh, I was like, oh, shit. I said, man, let me get back to these bitches, man. <laughs> You know, that sounded like, sound like me when I thought and I was going to sell drugs. I'm not a drug dealer. I'm not a drug dealer. I'm not a drug dealer. Did you ever try to sell drugs? I not tried to Especially, and this is Toronto? This is Toronto. Here's what happened to me. I was like, I needed money. It must have been late 80s, early 90s. And I was like, yo, I need fucking money. Crack epidemic? But this was just weed I was selling. Uh, or I was say, because I wanted to see Weed and hash. Hash. So crappy. No, here's the thing. Here's I heard the, how you did in school. No, here's the thing. I did terrible in <laughs> yeah, school. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, knew these, I knew these Asian cats that were selling drugs. They were selling coke. They were selling weed. They were selling Asians hash. Asians or Haitians? Asians. Asian Haitians. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these cats I knew were selling all kinds of and pushing all kinds of weight. And I was like, yeah, stop. It was like a, these are Asian, Asian cats selling cocaine. They were selling all kinds. I don't of want shit. to be racist, but Asian. are they down with the white dragons? Definitely. What Asian? What, what kind of Asian guys? They were they were Chinese and they were Vietnamese. It was two of them. Oh, uh, yeah, they. And they were pushing all kinds of shit. And they knew me, and they knew me, and they knew I didn't do anything. So they were like. They fronted me a bunch of uh, hash, mm. black hashish. Uh, they give me a brick it. like this big. Mm. And I was like, oh, good. They go, you can sell it. Here's what we want, our $200, and you can make whatever you make after that. I was like, done. Right. I think, where the fuck does Stacko go? He's selling Christ. hashish outside. So Stacko and I, <laughs> I, pulled a, I pulled a lid from a fucking steel pot in my mom's kitchen. Right. I brought it down to my bedroom. I put the brick. Cut, 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 cut. I said, stack, pass me tinfoil pieces. Wrapping all my shit up in tinfoil. Bagging it all up. My first sale is to my friend's older brother. I'm like, yo, Miguel, ask your brother. Why you gotta be Miguel, bro? (laughs) He's Jamaican. Why you gotta be Miguel? Wait, his older brother. His older brother. Did he just say Miguel is Jamaican? I said, yo, be Jamaican. I was like, yo, Miguel, does Everett want any wind? Does Everett want any Miguel, yo, Miguel, does Everett want any hash? Let me call him. Yo, he goes, yeah, he wants $10 worth. I'm like, word, I got this. I had a nice little piece. I must have cut it like this. I I give it to Everett. I go, yo, Everett, here. He gives me my 10 bucks. I'm like, my first sale. Proud as fuck. Half an hour later, Everett comes back to me. I'm hanging out with Miguel. Everett's like, yo, I don't want this no more. I'm like, what? Fuck you mean you don't want this no more? I don't want to get my money back. Yeah, I'm the only drug dealer with a return policy. So I know this is not my life. So I give him his $10. I go, wait, wait, let me see it. I take it. You know when you break black hash, it goes brown in the middle. I was like, okay. And I'm like, and I, it smells sort of like hash, but that's because I've been cutting the hash all day. It's on my fingers. And I'm like, all right, here. I give him his money back. I take the hash back. But I'm like, something don't seem right. Mm. I lick it. This motherfucker gave me back, you know, nibs? The black licorice? He took the fucking hash and put a piece of black licorice and gave it back to me. Because when you break, 
break black licorice, it's brown inside. <laughs> but because the weed, the hash smells on my fingers so strong, I'm like, it must be. But when I taste it, I go, where the fuck did he licorice? So yeah. my first deal, I got fucked. Yeah, I never was a big drug dealer thing because I felt like, number one, drug dealers are good at math. You gotta be good at math. Right. Number two, Stacko's good at math. Number two, it's one of the most cutthroat things. Like it's it's a really cutthroat game, bro. And that's just like I used to watch cats that I knew grew up, man, growing up, man, in that shit. And same guys know your mama, know your brothers and sisters, and blow your brains out. You know what I'm saying? Just I just never was interested in that shit. I never was good at it. I never, I never, I never lied about being good at it. There's a lot of motherfuckers who say they did it who never did it. Right. Now you know you want to talk about busting a gun or you want to talk about sticking up somebody or some dumb shit like that. I've done those dumb shit. Those dumb things, those things before. But all that drug dealer shit, I sucked at that shit, bro. I was good at English, which is why. I had a quick rap game, you know, and I, and I, you know, that's my thing. I like that was my favorite thing. English was always my favorite thing, reading and shit like that. You know what I mean? I got Sway notes. This is notes from Sway. Did I see you in the Sway notes? Sway Callaway. Sway notes is very long. Oh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That's my Sway. My brother there, bro. Nah, that's our family, right? It's my man. Sway's the other hip hop historian from the West Coast. From the Bay. Definitely, definitely. West Coast. I used to buy fucking uh, Sway and Tech. Oh, fucking They used to release volumes of their mix From the like, radio show Yeah, from the, the wake up show The freestyles I used yep. to buy all of them Today, I think they went Legendary up to, I think they went up to 13 or 14 I bought every yeah. fucking one of them Legendary So how weird was it when you made it? You made it to the Forbes list You, you, you I didn't know I was doing that I was no, just no, doing no, my no, shit no, Hit me up You made it to the Forbes list You get a chance to do a party mm-hmm. And your publicist Tell your publicist I ain't got no publicist you had a white girl in the, in oh, the van yeah, yeah, at sure. one point. Just in my mind, I just right, right, like, 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 in my mind, just let me ride with this. <laughs> just, and you tell them, I want to party with Cool Herc and Sadat X. They're like, why not hire Leonardo DiCaprio? And no, no, here, let me stop. You. Did it happen like that in my no, mind? No, it didn't happen like that at all. Oh. I had a poster, she was there for my show. Okay, the white girl. I wanted, yeah, the white girl. And then Vic Black, Primo's guy, hit me. Like, yo, Russ, you want to do a party after the show? And I'm like, fuck yeah, Vic. I go, but I want rappers there. He's like, I got you. So we had DJ Pro. Original rappers. Original, I want real rappers. Yeah. And, you know, Melly Mel and Grandmaster Kaz are my people. They're like, it's like family to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they come spend Thanksgiving, they come spend Christmas, New Year's, whatever it is. They, they're, they're with me. They're, it's the uh, same as Bumpy. It's like family. I know his kids. You know what I mean? It's not like we're like some on some sort of industry friendship. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't believe in that industry shit. I thought thought you was gonna change. Like once you blew up. Nah, nah, nah. That's when I got real. Money, 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 money shows you who you really are. I like that. Like if you an asshole, you're gonna be a big fucking asshole when you get money. It's like steroids. Yeah, and if you steroid twin in the building, steroid twin. Why does that look like you standing here? Twist your spine. Oh, this is some bullshit. No, <laughs> that's beautiful. But he looked just like you. Goddamn! I can't believe Savion Glover was your brother. <laughs> that's odd. What are you? What's your mix? 
I gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Mm. Nori's friends are Dominican. Yeah, I don't. I don't smoke, but fuck it. One time. Of being a comedian, obviously, um, you know, making people laugh is one. But, but, like, what made you fall in love with, with saying? With, with me, it was just like passion. I've always liked seeing people smile. Mm. I like seeing people that are fucked up mm. find something to laugh at. Like this dude, his shit, his life sucks. Mm. But, <laughs> but, but I can see in his face. I can see in his face that he's like. I give a fuck about this. Yeah. I'm still here. Yes, right. And that's what I recognize. When I see people, yep. I go, I see in their eyes and I go, I see what makes them happy and I'm going to try and find that connection so I can continue your happiness like right. that. So, so no matter what it is, like, uh, Bumpy introduced me to rap when he first got out of jail and rap and I connected like that. Okay, when you say rap, you got to be clear. Um, OG rap. OG rap. Supreme Magnetic's older brother. Right, big and well. And, we and, and the whole Queens. time I'm talking to you, side note, the whole time I'm talking to you, there's a, a straight hair hanging off your head. Uh, I, got, I got a gray hair? Uh, no, it's a... It's, it's, no, no, no. It's a lean hair. Oh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is, but she, that ain't you. She be mocking my territory, I guess. <laughs> I met your wife. She don't let you fuck around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She around here somewhere. I don't know. Pop out the light. What the fuck out. you say? Come out the water. It's a Cuban in Puerto Rican. It's definitely dangerous. Oh, yeah. It's definitely dangerous. But, um... So, what, uh, what, uh, what is your favorite part of being a comedian? Like Just, just seeing people laugh. Mm-hmm. I don't like that people stop and go, oh, I feel so bad for you. I'm like, fuck that. At the end of the day, he don't want me to feel bad. He's like, just talk to me like you're talking to them. Otherwise, you're going to make me feel bad. It's the same way I'm snapping on him. You, 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 you all going to get it the same way. Because to me, there is no like, there's no line above men are this, women are that. This person's that. This No, it's a straight line. And that's probably my problem in the game because when I meet CEOs, I don't talk to them any different than I spoke to the valet guy just now. So the valet guy, I'm like, what's up, man? And then I get the CEO, how much fucking money am I? They get mad. I honestly have, oh, oh, my word. I fucking sat in these meetings with like, with like fucking heads of, heads of networks. And I'm like, how much money you make? And I'm like, what? And I go, you heard me? I mean, you know how much money I make and you're paying me. So how much fucking money do you make? Then this, my shit ain't bothering you. So, they get all fucked up because they're not used to people being real. So, so, so one of the uh, jokes that you did, uh, you was speaking to an Asian guy. And the Asian guy said, said something, and then you said, "Me," you said, "Me, me doing that is like watching you drive." <laughs> and everyone laughed, right? And he laughed, and he laughed <laughs> because he knew. And, the, and but this is day and time. Is those jokes? actually dangerous because it's only dangerous to the people that don't get them if you're not in that zone mm. don't fucking judge that zone 
Like, I laughed, but at the same token, I could see where someone could be offended. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because of course, but everyone could be offended by everything. Right. You don't think you're going to get complaints about me talking to him like this? What? Shit, you're out of your mind. Do you, People do you, are be, do you feel yeah. like it seems, and I've heard... Because where does it come from? I've yeah. seen, like, like, Seinfeld's talked about this, like, the political correctness has been disturbing comedy recently. Right. Mm-hmm. It's getting I mean, Seinfeld's up. the one guy in the world who's never going to have to worry about that. He won't you know what I mean? Uh, he won't. So, oh, why he yeah, yeah, so why is he outspoken? Because about he's it? worth three hundred million dollars. So he's, he's like he can be. Yeah, well, give a fuck. All right. What are you gonna do? Take his money away? They have right. white privilege. Mm. <laughs> right. That's above right. white privilege. That's a Jew privilege. Jew that's even privilege. higher. That's even higher. Wow. Yeah. Do you think that's like helping? Like, is it destroying comedy to a certain extent? No, it's, it's only destroying everyone. the young, weak-minded people that may be. Con- Influenced right. by that, right. but the right. true comics are never going to be like, "Oh my god!" That I only think that when I'm commenting on people's pictures. There's so many times I want to say shit because I know the person and they know how I'm going to take it. But then some other fuck face is going to read it, the read wrong, it in yeah. his tone. Here's the problem: people read shit in their voice. So if you're happy, you're going to read it in a happy yeah, voice. If you're miserable, you're going to read it in like, a miserable voice. Kevin Hart, he had this controversy where he got and that was some bullshit shit. too. You know why? Right? And then. That was some bullshit. Michael Blacksmith. <coughs> Blacksmith. Blacksmith sounds like somebody who's trying to be a black man. I'm a blacksmith myself. He said, he said, he said comedians are not off literate. So he went Michael out. Michael said that? Yeah. He we said, are always off no, 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 he's like he's not he's like he's like other comedians are not off limit. Like, you know, that was a real controversy that. Um, oh, I thought it was a thing that got Kevin Hart off of hosting the. No, 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 no. Are you talking about the Oscar shit? No, no, no. no, 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 no he's talking about something else. Oh, so, okay. when you know they got accused of cheating or some shit in Vegas, caught with a girl. So Michael Blacks- oh. Blacksman, or how do you say his name, um, kept you know making jokes of the shit. So you know Charlemagne and different people were saying, you know, is this the point where you're going too far? Is there ever time with comedians? Uh, the only time it's bad is if comedians start trying to police comedians. That's mm. when it gets into a fuck. We're like, wait, what happened? That means we've been infiltrated by people that are comedians. Uh, and comedians, uh, we automatically like. I tell this to the audience sometimes that yeah. when it, when you see a comedian and they're getting dark, you're only seeing twenty percent of the darkness because mm. we got some dark shit like comics. Mm. Comic to comic, but yeah, we, like an artist. Comics you gotta go do something to raise something. Yeah, yeah right. Like but comic to comic, we'll text each other the like he kind of fuck like most fucked up shit. Steve Harvey critiqued Monique. Like I, I felt like he critiqued. <coughs> Steve was a little out of pocket on that. I thought so too. He was out of pocket. At least he critiqued. At least he critiqued it to her face. Yeah. Like the blacksmith yeah. was going on other people's oh other people's platforms. Wait, wait, he said it to her. Yeah, he put yeah, on. He put on show. Hey, he said it to her. Yeah, on the show. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was a little different. Even though he was out of pocket, which I believe he was out of pocket. At least he did it in the in a way where it's the most in pocket way to do it to him. Listen, I, I related to, to Monique in a sense because one thing is tip was very difficult to do. Like a lot of people don't notice that when I did industry shakedown, bro, I was getting like phone calls from dudes like, "Yo, man, what the fuck you doing, man? You, you know?" It was, I, did, I was hearing this on the phone. I, they were saying this on the phone. Yo, bro, like, what's good, man? Why? Would, but I was hearing you insult Mr. Charlie. Right. Oh no, you don't do that to Mr. Charlie. <laughs> we can't be dudes and that to Mr. Charlie. You can't talk bad about Mr. Charlie. That's what I was hearing. You know what I'm saying? But I felt like, yo, what the fuck, motherfucker? I'm kicking down the door. Everybody gonna run in behind me and get the money. Right. 
Whether y'all look back at me or not don't matter. But that's what I felt like. I felt like it was dudes that were saying like, yo, man, that you, I'll fuck with you if you don't fuck with that guy, Freddie Fox. Right. If you don't fuck with him, I'll fuck with you. You know and, what I mean? And you believe that that's that the phrase blackballed is a real thing? Oh, hell yeah, it's a because real thing. It's, it's real? I know, that's definitely a real because, thing. Because, because uh, uh, listen, I can't say it's real or not, but some of the people that no, i hold on. I'm telling you it's real. Hold on. <laughs> the people that I've seen be accused of it were dead liars. The people I've accused seen accused of doing it or getting it happened to, saying that they oh you mean saying that they were blackballed? Like they, they, they were using it as an excuse no, because it's listen, a real thing. It's it's a real thing. thing. When you're blackballed so, in Hollywood, you don't get an email or a text saying, yeah. "By the way, it's you're blackballed." Thing. Yeah, I, you I just feel it. You feel it. It's literally like this. Have you ever read the BET band? Just turn your fucking back on. No, Google a BET band artist list. We should get, get that online. Come on, come on. And nobody's supposed to like the same mix as Nori. It's just like a thing that people know. Like they start to tell each other, like executives. And despite all of that shit, bro, uh, my my passion and my love for making music uh, has been my only force and drive. Is that yeah. nobody can, can tell. nobody like, can tell me? I, I ain't, I've never been homeless. Uh, Thank God, I've never uh, had to been. I've never worried about being kicked out of no boy. And I've, uh, I haven't had those issues because I've been able to still persevere and, and keep it moving. I may not make the millions everybody's making, but I'm all right, man. You know one thing I, I see about you is when I, I did that, you know, like, I like to do study. Like before, when I started this, I just wanted to be all organic. And then mm -hmm. I said, you know what? It's better for me to do studies and be organic with it. Mm -hmm. So when I did about, when I did search about, about you, um, you can just see it, man. Every time you rhyme, like you really still enjoy it, like, yeah. and, and that's something that I admire because there's been times in my life where I just lost love for hip hop, bro. It's hard. It's like you have lost yeah. love. Have you ever, ever, ever? Because I have, like, but I have. I mean, obviously, I don't know about love. <laughs> I, I, I've been what? mad as fuck at it, but I, 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 well, so I think that's what kept me going. You know, oh, the band list. Let, okay, I right, cool. hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's read the band list. Oh, you got the band list. Big list. Coogee rap. What? Wait, wait, wait. This BT band list. Coogee rap. Who's the band list from? I'm going to take whoever they gave it to me. Come on, guys. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Coogee Rap, Craig G, MC Light. So he might be Buckshot, has his band list. Coogee, <laughs> a trial called Crest, A plus. Drew, wait, hold on a second. Ain't nobody know who A plus is unless you're A plus. A plus, I know, The licks, I like the licks. It's an old list, but Artifacts, AZ, Damn. Bad C, Bahamadia, niggas Baham. It's like all the hip hop at the time. <laughs> the Brat, Goody Mob, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Black Moon, E40, Cannabis, Skip Method Man, my bad, Method Man 2, Afu Ra, Capadonna, Channel Live, Coco Brothers, Freddie Fox with three X's. Jesus. At least they spelled my Jesus, name right. Jeezy, uh, Jeezy, uh, I'm about to say Jeezy. I'm fucked up. This new generation. You fucked up. Why do I spell that? Jeezy, Easy LP. No, no LP. Excuse me, LP. That's the white guy. I remember him. Oh, LP. D O C. 
Diamond D, Dead Prez, De La Soul, MF Doom, the blackest Camp Low, wow. Ghetto Dude. Boys, yeah. Brand Nubian, Boot Camp Click, KRS-One, Black Sheep, Wayquan, 4th Avenue Jones, Heather B, J.O. Felony, Killer Priest, Little C's, uh, McGruff, Mike Geronimo, Moni Love. Mike Geronimo? I didn't Moni Love. It's an old list. Most Death. No, I mean, I get it, but still, it's crazy. Hieroglyphics. The blackest shit on the blackest name. Nate Dogg, O.C., and Onyx. The reason why their music is not relevant to the BET audience, 12 to 19-year-old black females, but shot speaks out. If that's the real reason, then it's very... Now, 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 this is my point for that, right? Mm -hmm. When I heard about that... I've How did I'm, you hear about that? Because, because yeah. you know, fans say, yo, man, they, you know, my fans were like bugging off that shit, but I didn't pay that shit no mind. So when you ask me about losing love, right. it's it's the love for what I do that keeps me above stupid shit like that. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's, it's the love for what I do that keeps me above the ignorant motherfuckers who feel like that word relevant. I hate that fucking word relevant, bro. I always say that. I hate that, that shit word. Because ah, relevant, Soldier Boy fans isn't relevant to Nas relevant, fans. Yeah, Nas yeah, fans yeah. isn't relevant to Soldier Boy yeah, fans. But see, the thing is, if, thing, you got to keep remember, we're in the listening business, bro. So if somebody play you something and what you're listening to don't excite your endorphins, then that's not for you. Whether right. it's, it don't mean it's not relevant. Individually. Yeah, it's just right, not right, for right, you. Right. When you right. look, people have some over critiquing music so much, bro, that it's to the point where it's like, come on, bro. I'm like, like old you, town you know, road. You fuck with old I don't town let road. nobody judge me that don't know how to do what I do. So if you don't like it, fuck you. Woo! That's what that means. When you live in a part of my life. You know what I'm People in the game that don't—they don't know how to—they don't know how to make music. They don't—they just like listening to it. Right. So don't judge me. You don't know how to do what I do, bro. You walk into a fucking studio, any studio on this planet, I can walk into it, tell right. the engineer, yo, bounce. Right. I'm good. I don't need you, bro. I don't right. need you. Right. And that's my accolade. I'm happy right. that I can do that shit. Right. Just like Russ could say, yo, I'm driving past a comedy club. Yo, let me stop and go work out. Motherfuckers right. say, oh shit, Russell Peters is in it. Uh, they throw you on stage for a minute. You can handle that nah, shit. Nah, I would eat it. Yeah. But, but, uh, is, but, is it true when, when, when Nas was going through it with Jay Z? Um, you, you was I, I rode with him hard body only right. because with Jay? With no Jay. nah I rode with Nas and uh, my boy Chuck was riding with Jay and right. and, and the goal was to keep. That situation right. from getting physical. Right. We wanted to make sure. You were the buffer. No, we would I would. They Jay never knew I was with Nas. And Nas <laughs> it was never, buffer knuckles. It was. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. That was hard. Whatever. 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 Why I did that because you know Nas is like a little brother to me, bro. Right. And, and and I fuck with Jay Jay Z hard body, but but my boy Chuck is really close to Jay Z, and you know I felt like I didn't want to see that turn into Tupac, Tupac Biggie. You know what I'm saying? So I tried to make sure that if and, and Nas didn't really have any problems with with the Brooklyn Cats or with Cats that was with Jay like that. It was just yeah. we was hoping that as long as it stayed rap. We can stay in the background, you right. know what I mean. And, and, and sometimes just your presence, a right. certain person's presence, can show people that people got certain yeah. strengths. Like, and like they, we ain't playing. We don't, we don't want to go that way. Yeah. We want let's let's not. Let we ready be, either way. Because I swear to you, man, one of my one of the biggest regretful memories in hip hop is knowing that Biggie and Pac ain't here no more. Like, mm. just imagine how big that would have been. I, yeah, I remember crazy. both, correct? Yeah, I knew both of them, but I knew Pac better. Wow. But Biggie was wow. very very cool, I never met man. Pac. 
And that was my man. But, you know, the thing about that is it sucks, man, to see all these media platforms egging on these beefs, man, and gassing up these motherfuckers and pushing, pushing, pushing. They hit the ego button. As soon as somebody died, we we sad about that. The media is posting up, this shouldn't be this way. And then, you know, we're all fucked up, but you guys are selling this beef. Selling this beef. And who benefited from that? who Who actually can say that they benefited from Biggie and Pac dying? Now, is is this true? I'm not sure if you can answer this question. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can. There was a more disrespectful version of Ether. Yeah. That actually existed. Yeah. Does that exist? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Just just for the record. Yeah. From the the first time I ever heard Nas rhyme to this very day, that motherfucker been nice. Right. Nice, nice, nice. And I remember telling this motherfucker, I said, dog, Jay-Z is a different kind of animal, you know? And I said, I know you know what you got to do. I know how you deal with it, but just whatever you do, bro, you got to be, you're going to have to be real witty because Jay-Z's not the average rapper. And Nas is already a... He's already in his own head about a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like he he pays more attention than you think he's paying. Mm. So he picks up things. No, he, he picks up. You what that? I'm not here in my throat straight. No, I, I got Indian friends. That's some real Indian shit. Yeah, that's some Indian shit right there. That's some real Indian gangster shit. That's some Indian shit. We got way more liquor. Like, there was no reason to do that. I needed the ice. Top battles in the game. Right. You know, that was so up hold on, hold on, hold on. because he's such a dope MC, and because mm-hmm. Jay Z is so incredible as an MC. You know the fact that they were able. But, but takeover drops, right? Yeah, that's when you you because at the time I believe Nas Moms also passed away. I believe, yeah, right? Yeah. So takeover is this around the same time takeover drops? And this was before because I, I remember Nas was in Long Island, okay. that big ass mansion in Long right, Island, shit. Right. And uh, you say you see in his bedroom and it had all full of books, all books, just wow. a bunch of books, and and, 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 and you know the see, funny shit. I do my history. Yeah, you okay. shock on it. Yeah, right. cool. A lot of books. He just cool. had a room full of books. I never yeah. seen. It was like he's sleeping in a library and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he he was he's definitely deeper than a lot of cats even can imagine. You know, I think that quiet shit works. To me, he's a study. He studies, man. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't I don't see nothing bad that came out of that. Because right. they, they kept it rap They kept right. it hip hop You know what I'm saying That was my premise That was my whole premise for But let's, let's break it down Because you felt like As an older brother that You had to mm-hmm. So so was it you, you heard Takeover? Nah I never heard the Takeover I just I, This was before he wrote it Before um, this, was, this was before He actually wrote the rhyme um, Nas this before Rob, before Nas actually wrote Ether. Okay, I was I was really like he was around me a lot. We was grinding. So Takeover was already out. Yeah, take it. I think Jay dropped first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay dropped first, yeah. and Nas was studying. I remember me right. and Nas being in the city one day, and they had a big poster of him in Times Square. I, I, I'll tell you something. Maybe I would Google me if I'm wrong, ass. But Takeover, this was the first time Takeover dropped, and. Everyone, being the fact that Nas didn't respond immediately, mm-hmm. the world was saying Nas was over. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, you remember. Know. Oh yeah, that's so you out. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was too long. He took too long. He took too long. I knew he wasn't over. Everybody was saying. I knew he wasn't over. No, no, I knew it too. 
I knew you were. But I couldn't face it. It was like one oh, month past. A little month yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, man, I, I knew he wasn't over. I knew he wasn't over. I think it was like four to six months of his response. It was a long time. I'm not, I don't remember. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It was 2002, right? No, way. 2001. Wait, TakeOver drops in 2001? Yeah. I now when did Ether drop? 2002. December 4, 2001, and Jay Z was September 2000. Oh, two months it took. Three months it took. Damn, that shit felt like nine months to me. And that's the smart thing about But in that time period, that's what it is. Two months? No, it's two months. Come on, fools. Okay, I was close. I said three to six. Yeah, I said three to six. Listen to me. He studied. studying. Some of these dudes now. Nothing matters. They rush. Rush. They rush. They rush. Rush. Nowadays, you say. They rush. Rush. Rush to respond because you got a bunch of dudes around you that don't rap gas in you. You got to do it now. Nas is much more. You know, he's much more complex than that. He he he's like a chess player. Like, he's you know a Virgo. He's a Virgo. He's a uh, chess player. Yeah, yeah. Virgo. So, right? Yes. Yeah, but yeah. So, so did you did you have doubt at any time? Like because like the world had doubt. Like you know what I'm saying. That's my brother too. But the world had doubt because that record takeover. Like I didn't think it was big until Jay did it at Summer Jam. Mm-hmm. Remember that one year he did it, mm-hmm. and then he put Prodigy. In the ballerina that's when joint? that's when in the ballerina joint, and I just felt like I went and spoke to my moms. I said, "You need to tell me right now. Do, do I got any, any crazy bitches out there? <laughs> <laughs> any crazy bitches out there? Like, was I ever like you know? Did I ever stay in my sister's class too long? Like, is there anything somebody can pull? Yeah, yeah. My mom said, "You gotta relax. You ain't going to ballerina school over here, y'all yeah, day." Yeah. But that's when <laughs> that Michael was Jackson, real. Like that was real. Though. Like like yeah. like after you seeing that, mm-hmm. you did like did, was that nervous? And like, that was a different know, type of battle. I, I look at it like mission. you was like Floyd Mayweather's like the, the guy holding the mitts yeah, with yeah, Nas. Yeah. That's how I look at it. I don't nah, know. I wasn't. I wasn't nervous because we never talked about that. We we, we when I was around Nas, we never yeah. talked about Jay Z. Wow. He, he maybe once he would mention, yeah, homeboy said this. Mm-hmm. But Holmes, he said Holmes said this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he never went like it was never no drawn out conversations because mm-hmm. we were just moving about our day and moving mm-hmm. about, you know what I'm saying? And I was mm-hmm. and, and and I think that was a time when Chuck Chuck was the one who put the Michael Jackson situation together for Jay. Remember when oh, he brought for Michael, Jay. Remember when he brought Michael Jackson Summer out? Jay. That was yeah. that was Big Chuck who did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. my man Chuck. So Chuck and I were both in the background. Wow. Every day talking on the phone I was calling Chuck Chuck calling me And we all really See the thing is There's a, there's a connection all, Everybody's cool right. Chuck is cool with, with Jay I'm right. cool with Nas Me and Chuck is cool You know Me and Jay right. I, I got a lot of respect for Jay-Z right. And every time he's ever seen me He's always been respect Me and Nas right. is good Like So right. it's always been That it ain't like We don't know each other You know what I'm saying right. So it, 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 he never talked about Jay Z though, bro. No, I'm saying so maybe he didn't talk about it, but you had to hear about what Jay I did in the summer it. jam. Because mm-hmm. I think he dissed Prodigy the same year as he brought out Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, all right, here it is. He he has this summer jam moment. You hear Ether. Did you hear Ether before it came out? First off, yeah. Okay. I just, nah, all right, damn. I ain't gonna point this nigga face. face. Yo, I just, 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 I just
just, yeah, I, just, I, mean, I just was happy. I'm not gonna lie. I just was you're happy. You're the happiest you've been this whole time. Because I knew, I knew I, you know what it is? It's like when you see a young proud of a little young protege of a cat that, that you know, like, like to me, like, Nas has always been a baby Rakim to me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And he, you see Rakim from the I, beginning. And I know Rakim from Kid Wizard when he was famous in the hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, in your mind, in your mind, deep in your mind, you know this kid can't go out. Because if this kid goes out, it kind of kills you. Like, what you Everything. represented it. Pretty much. So, alright, so that was, listen, your face just lit up. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It was like Christmas just now. Like, like, that nigga said, I said, when you first heard Ethan, he said, yeah. like, you just, you didn't answer me without saying shit. Because I didn't, I didn't feel it on my phone. Yeah. You know what I'm cool. I was there, I listened to that shit, right, I was cool. like, wow. So now, so now, he calls you to the studio. How does this situation happen? I would like to. If I'm not mistaken, if I, if I can remember correctly, I think we was in a car. I'm about that. I was just gonna say he's in it. He pulled it up in Bentley. No, he don't. Nas didn't even drive. Yeah, anymore. I still. I don't drive neither. I don't know if he had, I, he's way richer than me, so I can't. Yeah. I can't even yeah, say I don't think that. He, so we, I think he was in. A, I think he was in a. Um, I think he was in a car and he played the shit. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Look, every time something good happens on Dream Chance, the fucking train come through. Hey, because that's don't the worry t- about it. So, yeah. I, so he got the, the, the train is a metaphor for our lives. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Life is running a fucking train on us, <laughs> and eventually yeah. that train ends somewhere. Okay, so so, so he calls. So he calls you. You think you in the car, right? I think he, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I remember him playing he, him. And, and I, is it you, him, Jungle? It was just me and him. Or just you and him? Yeah, okay, most cool. of the time it was me and him. And a driver, I would imagine. Right. And a driver. Okay. Cool. And then, uh, so still so friends. He don't drink. Either, 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 and, don't and, and it was like, it was like, I just was quiet, man. I was All like, right. oh, fuck. All right. You know? And then I smiled and I was like, I just was, I wasn't, I already knew the record was going to be dope. All right. But I was just happy that it was that it was quality shit and it was right. like it, his lines was right and you know everything was perfect and I was like yo this motherfucking kid man I was so you, proud of him man you, Just you know why you I love that that record is because when he started to rank on him that's, that reminded me of lunchroom battles mm-hmm. like to me lunchroom battles it was like this yeah. and if I had to say something against you mm-hmm. I would just rank on you battle rap it's, that's what battle rap it's was kind of like to me. Battle rap was kind of like yeah. comedy. It's yeah. exactly it's like, like if I'm more funny than you with my rap, and you might have better bars, but if you ain't got the crowd, oh, you can be as lyrical as Gotta you want. Be funny. Told, and that's and that's basically what I'm saying when I tell you I was like Jay is not the type of rapper you could just try to. You gotta, you gotta. So you think he adjusted based on what you said? I don't know if he adjusted based on what I said, but I know he heard my perspective. Because he could have been more like, like lyrically, like yeah, he got my perspective because he got he 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 got some perspective from Rakim. Right. He got a little bit of perspective from me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The ones never heard. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, he spoke to Rakim. So he spoke before he responded to the J. He spoke to Rakim, had a meeting. I don't know if it was a meeting. I know they had a conversation, and Rakim gave him some advice. You know what I'm saying? And and and, no, and I've never heard this. Yeah. Like Hip hop masons got together. Whoa! I said to him, but I believe Nas. I think Nas had one thing about him. I don't believe he does what other people tell him. I think he, he listens. I think he listens. I think, drink I, that? I think he listens to what people say <laughs> about him, and then he makes his own decision based on what people say. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's what he does. So. But you know, I ain't gonna lie. I was I was I was concerned when when I, I see because Jay Z don't Jay Z is just that dope of an MC like he's right. he just you know 
He got a lot of fans who love him. They're loyal. He got loyal, loyal, loyal yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah, loyal yeah. fans. Yeah. And and he got bars, you know? He got yeah. bars, like bars, like bars, top tier bars. Who, Jay-Z? Like, yeah, yeah, Jay-Z got I mean, We don't bars. always know whose bars they are, but actually, if you're, yeah, I do know. Yeah. Who's bars? I know neither one of you want to talk about that because you're rappers, but as a fan, uh, who's bars? bothers me. What, that he borrows Big's bars? He borrows bars. I like that, though. No, I don't. He borrows like bars. <laughs> Everybody's, well, mostly Biggie and Big L. Anybody who's dead, basically. Big L, damn. Big L's one of my favorites. Big we L. had that seven-minute freestyle with Big L, and then, I, and then Big L died, and I heard Jay-Z spit the same rhyme. I go, wait a minute, hold on a minute. I can't lie. I, 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 Karis one's one of my favorite. I, st- I take his bars all the time. How this many is, bars? Uh, you take his bars? I had a whole listen to Grinding Remix. I, I, I start a Grinding Remix. Wait, wait. Criminal Minded. You've no, been no, blinded. Wait, no, no, it's different. It's very different. The only problem is no one kind of identifies with where I'm getting it from. No, no, no. But I'm no, doing that's a little different. That's what a funny bone, too. That wasn't funny. Who <laughs> <laughs> is no, the reason why certain rhyme is different. Listen, certain rhyme is like paying homage. I think, yeah, yeah. in my mind, yeah, like it fits right here. And I thought it would, but, but, but that's, that's what I think he's doing. I, I mean, no, listen, I don't I, believe I, that. I, at I all. think now it's even worse because nowadays you go to rap shows and you will see some of these motherfuckers do a whole set of a motherfucker's records and shit. I don't, and they call it paying homage. But you don't think but, starting a rhyme on some like I use other something lines. similar yeah. to something you great. know is like it's not homage. It's a rhyme flip. Right. You could use other words like, like. Listen, I'll give you a good example. I took a Curtis Mayfield line and used it in Heal. You know, mm-hmm. when he said, "We people who are darker than blue," you know, and I said, and then I, and I said, "My sister, the black sisters who are," uh, and I don't remember the rhyme and shit. Um, and you wrote the black, yeah, my black sisters uh, <laughs> of, of, of a light skin something. Uh-huh. You know, he said something in a record, and I took it and I flipped it. But you know, mm-hmm. that's just that's just studying. You know what I'm saying? You study. I don't want to call it homage because. That's bullshit. Motherfuckers right. ain't paying homage to no motherfucker. I mean, I think it is paying homage. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. No, it's bullshit. I don't think that's bullshit. It's a rhyme flip. It's not homage. I mean, you use it something. If it's homage, pay the motherfucker for the shit you take. Well, that's literally paying homage. You know what? He's right. He's right. He's right. No, he's right. You fucking me up. You know what I mean? He's right. He's oh, right. my he's life sister, can't you tell? You're just a service of a dog deep well. That's Curtis Mayfield. No, no, he's right. What did I say? Yeah, but no, I said, I said, Nori know this, and Nori know that, but Nori know gap. Cause Nori bugged that. What the fuck is that from? Bo know this. Bono that yeah. Bono no jack and that But it's a rhyme flip It ain't homage It's a no, rhyme flip bro. I, I, For me it was homage Because if it was homage You would have said I got that part from so and so Big up to him yeah, for that That's semantics That's not semantics It's semantics It's semantics That's homage That's not homage as an artist, you're saying one thing, but as a fan, I can tell you this. When you say something like, no we know this, and we no. go, okay. As far as a hip-hop fan, I go, okay, he pays attention to hip-hop. Yeah. He quotes something from back in the day. I will accept that. Or somebody comes in like, it's not good because the times make me wonder how it keep it going under. And then they go to another verse, I'm like, that's them paying homage. But when you take a fucking verse... That's no, no, another a verse is Like when you say when the Remy's in the system ain't no telling how the fuck am I gonna diss them, that's what these hoes been yelling. See, I credit it to the same thing 
No, I could give you like the little key, but once you go past that, you fucking you know you went from paying homage to taking a fucking verse. I think the innuendo or rhyme is to remind you of something else. That's to homage. Me it's paying homage, but maybe not you. I'm not an MC. When you take so, a rhyme, I'm so like, I'll, I'll give you a good example. Now. Let me give you an example. Okay. As a DJ, I loved it. All right, but you I'll, I'll mix that yes, shit same. the fuck out. But if you've been DJ for years, right? Let me say something. You 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 quote an APMD line. Yeah. I mean, not an APMD line, public enemy line, and. You know, so people who came before you, mm-hmm. that's considered as homage. No, I wasn't doing it to pay homage. Okay. I was using a rhyme flip. I was flipping around. If somebody do a DJ routine from, let's say, let's say Grandmaster Flash do oh. a DJ routine, right. right? And somebody knows his, he plays the same exact records in the same form he played them, and they don't acknowledge that as homage. This is not homage. Well, that's if they don't acknowledge it. That's my point. That's but, my point. But to Verbal. me, that's my point. But to me, usually the MC that uses lines that we all kind of universally know, they know that we know. But the homage line, homage. the homage line is bullshit to make them be to, so people don't critique them for buying somebody's shit if they not. But you're calling it a flip. It's a, but if they're flipping it in a lyric, so that's like. It's different. If it's a line, it's a different. If it's a verse, it's biting. No, no, I'm not saying verse. I'm talk- I like the, the when they start the rhyme. That's a flip. It's just a rhyme flip. That's all. And it, that's okay. It's just it, it's okay if you're nice and you flip it and it and it works. But saying that is homage to me is an excuse. I don't think that's homage. I, I think, think homage is, is the common line, and once you go past it, you you're you're I still think verse territory. It's subjective if you think it's homage. Yeah, it's subjective to who's doing it and how. Like I hear a lot of. Young cats try to see Buster Rhymes post a picture with uh, with Migos um, offset on his hairstyle, hairstyle, and I think Buster put his picture right next to offset and said, "Thank you." But it's not the uh, in your opinion. Do you think? No, that's that's called a hair flip. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, but and it's it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same. Hair goes one guy who did this, the same exact style. Did you say hair goes one guy? <laughs> hair goes one guy. Hair goes one guy. Hey guy. I knew a girl with super hair. She had super hair. <laughs> so you took my beard, bro? And, uh, and a big fella. Oh, fuck beard. I don't bro. think Migos. I don't think Migos. Um, what's my man? His name is um, Offset. 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 Right? Yeah. Offset. So I don't think Offset did that paying homage, but I think Buster took it as such. Maybe because he didn't want to say, yo, motherfucker, why are you trying to look like me? You, you know what I'm saying? That's keeping it real. If, if Buster wanted to that's, say, yo, that's motherfucker, good. You, you, that's good. you take Buster, how would he look saying, yo, offset, you wearing your hair like me? Like, right. come on, bro. Buster right. ain't going to play himself like that. But, he, but so so the, so the cool shit is to true. say, let me go ahead and snatch this rebound real quick. Uh, Homage. Right. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you. Look yeah. That's all that is, dog. Let's, people use that homage word right. so fucking loosely, bro. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what you should do? You should Has make anybody a... ever took in your jokes, repeated them, and said, Yeah, I've had them, but it's, yeah. it's all it paid homage. homage. It ain't homage. It's like, Did you just put on my fucking underwear? <laughs> The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> There's no homage in God. Ain't no homage. Homage. When they take a joke that they, they take this. That's war, son. That's war. Oh, that's war. And, 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 you know, everybody's guilty of it at some point on some level. So. Mm. Was it Joe Rogan accuses taking jokes? No. Joe, uh, uh, Joe Rogan accused uh, homie uh, uh, Mencia. Carlos oh. Mencia. It wasn't accused. He, he called did, him out. Yeah. 
there, there was a oh, accusation, then they was just calling you out. Yeah. 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 And the fucking Honduran guy. Yeah. Um, he's not even. He was German. No, he's German, German and Honduran. He was not German. But he was he said he was Mexican. He's playing on He's Mexican. Yeah. He's German? You can't say that, man. We can't. No, no, that's blasphemy. You can't say Why that. Why is it blasphemy? Because he was Mexican, man. I see. No, 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 no. no, no. He's German and Honduran. Yeah, he's German oh, and Honduran. Yeah. Which is not uncommon, to be actually honest. What? I mean, to be German in any South or Central American is, is pretty common. The Nazis all fled to South yeah, they America, did. just FYI. So Talk to fucking Peruano over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I ain't lying. Why do you think it was called Lake? Titty caca, because they were shitting on bitches' chests back then. They got off me. They got off. Chichi mierda, but they changed the name to Tiricaca. Chichi, you got the yellow? Tetas mierda. Mierda de tata de So I see, I see one part of your, 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 um, your show where you brought these other comedians out, and at the end of the night, you actually cut them out of your own <coughs> check. What do you mean? Like you, like. Oh, I paid them? You paid them out of your, your, your thing. Like, like why do you do that? Because <laughs> the good, ones, like, the good ones need to know they're good. And okay. the comedy game is like mad. You mad fucking broke until you make it. Mm. When like, you know, like people go, oh, man, I really struggled. I'm like, no, you didn't. You don't really know what it's like. Mm. I'm going to give an example. I started in 1989. And it's 2019 right now. And I take comics on the road with me. And when I play like a comedy club, I'll be like, how much do you guys pay for the weekend? I'll go, okay, whatever you pay... Add on whatever amount of mine it will equal to this, so that whatever you take out of mine, equal it onto there, so that they feel like they just did something this weekend. Wow. So, but the, here's the thing: the comedy rates from '89 to 2019, 30 years later, is the exact same pay. You will get fifty dollars to MC per show, or you will get a hundred dollars to middle. This is the comedy clubs. And the from night from from when I started to now, it's the exact same pay scale. Wow. 50 to 100 So I have no idea What you're talking about By the way I would like Let me tell you this If, I, if I do a comedy club For a weekend And there's uh, Eight shows Right The MC will only make $50 per show The MC mean the host did? The host Okay $50 per show uh-huh. And the guy who goes on Before me After the MC uh-huh. Will make $100 per show So he'll make Is 800 he the headliner or no? No I'm the headliner the MC is the headliner. No, and gets no, no. I'm the I'm the headliner. The MC is the guy hosting. The middle oh, guy is the guy. Who's after the MC. No, no. Then there's a guy after. He's called the middle. He oh, okay. he goes on in the middle, and then I close. Right. Wow. But the club will pay fifty to the MC and a hundred to the middle guy. Wow. Mm. So the MC will make four hundred bucks for the weekend, and the middle guy will make eight hundred. And I'll take whatever amount out of my money because I'm making a, a nice amount. I'll say, all right, cut this out of mine, put it in theirs. So, so they're not fucking. I mean, they're gonna get a struggle weekend anyway. It's not like I just want to break the cycle for them. So I don't know. You do that with the club, or you do that directly with them? With the club, I tell the club, I go, look, you're gonna write a check for so and so. I want you to take whatever it takes out of mine to make theirs equal this. On both of them. That's dope. And then they'll walk away at least feeling like they did something. Yeah, man, very rare. Very rare. 
stay long enough to see how shitty it can be. Yeah. I remember driving 400 miles to fucking go make $60 for the weekend, for the night. Because I and the only upside was sixty dollars. This is a blunt. The other time hurt my throat. throat. Uh, this is a blunt. It's gonna be a little lighter. Is it different? Yeah, a little lighter. Yeah, you're still gonna die. I know that shit is nice, right? Look, you good? You good? So go okay, ahead, continue. Your comedy expectations. Fuck, he used to drive me back to gigs back in the day. Stand up. I didn't have a car back then. He was like, "Let's go." So we go. Anyway, sixty dollars. To go 400 miles to do a show, you gotta, and you got free fountain drinks all night, so I could drink all the Coca Cola I want. But I didn't drink at the time, so I was like, it's perfect. And at dinner, I'm good. I'll drive right back home. But that's what it was. It was like 30 bucks to get there, 30 bucks to get back, and then you get paid. You get paid, and you felt great. Now, wouldn't it be nice to be having to do some shitty gig, and you know you're gonna get shit paid, and then the guy, the headliner, surprises you with like, hey man, here's what you're worth. Right. right at this point That's dope man That's why I do it To make That's him feel dope, good man. And Because dope. I feel like The disparity between right. A lot of money And shit money And you money. gotta invite them On tour anyway no Invite them on tour No mask cover huh? <laughs> <laughs> But I, I even think I'm almost done uh, I can do it One more bottle Another bottle Victor. No, see me That's why I drink This 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 shit Cause I, I'm more wet. Yeah, I drink That's that. how I leave bitches pussies. <laughs> what? More wet, motherfucker. More wet. <laughs> that was hard. More wet. Okay, I get it now. I, I want to hear that in song. Well, I just want to know it when I hear myself go. Yeah. So I gotta say you said it, then I'm paying homage. Yeah, right. Not even. Just say my name, goddammit. Whatever right. shit rhymes with Russell. Motherfuckers don't do credits no more. So. Nah, I know. No, no. Will you include me in a fucking rhyme? Do you, do you, do you, do you think? Um, do you think yeah, right? this generation is doomed? No, you know. Here's the thing. People can only be stupid for so long, and then their logic kicks and goes. What the fuck? Enough. You sure all the life is like a turn out to like idiocracy? You ever seen no. that movie, Idiocracy? Yeah, yeah, I know, but people hit a wall with it and they go, okay, now that's it. That's enough. That's too stupid. They don't hit a wall. Something happens that the wall hits them. Either way, they stop. They go, uh-uh. And the idiots will fucking stay there and the smart people right. will move around. It's like a tang and they'll keep going to the next level while the others keep walking into the fucking wall back and forth. <laughs> I forgot what the question was. Uh, you think uh, You answered it very well My friend Fucking genius <laughs> This generation Romeo I was doing uh, Some sort of bachata song <laughs> I don't have an instrument In front of me Oh no He has a heart uh, I played the fucking Air Dominican public He has a heart Just pull out your heart buddy <laughs> Is that ever doing I was playing a Pass my phone, Puck. It's it's on right now. <laughs> Here's what you don't know about me. I'm a bachata fanatic. Don't pull it. And you got a whole album with Premier. You have the rights to this. I know. Good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> Here's my favorite song. Twenty years ago, he used to drive home with a broken heart and cried at this song. And here's the best part: didn't understand Spanish a day in my life. Well, 
20 years later, I fucking get it, but right now, you know. He produced that record. <laughs> You're Joe Vass? <laughs> You're El Hombre de Tu Vida? No! Alright, hold on, let's go get Sue. So, how did you guys connect? Finally. How the fuck did we connect? Because this is. Rust, I got a call from. Because from, uh, both of you guys are drink chance worthy, but the fact that we can have you guys I'm together. A, I'm going to tell you how it happened. Rust was, playing, okay. Rust was playing Radio City. And and I wonder if it was. it Matt? Yeah, Radio City Music Hall. Okay. And I wonder nice if it, it was. was Matt. Was it Master? No. Marco Polo. Call me and say, yo, man, Russell Peters want to know if you'll... If Could you rap Marco Polo? Like that Marco Polo, my Canadian no, brother. Coogee rap. Does, Polo is Polo. Marco Polo is a producer. No, but he doesn't he work a lot with... Mass Days. He Mass, does a lot of shit with Mass Days. Mass Marco Polo, Mass Days, Rusty Jux. Yeah, so he said, yo, man, Russell Peters want to meet you, yo. He, he, he got a couple tickets for you to come to his comedy show. So I was like, all right, dope. So I went. And it would, he said after 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 the show's over, they got like a backstage thing or whatever, man. And then I just went back there and I seen all these fucking all my hip hop icons. It was like Mount Rushmore back there, man. I uh, seen Mel and uh, Herc and all these. I say, holy fuck, man! <laughs> I, I felt like and you I, didn't know who he was at first. No, nah, I knew of him as a comedian, but I never okay. met him personally. And I was like, oh shit! I went. You didn't know he was a hip hop. I head. didn't know he was a hip hop okay, head like that. that. Okay, fuck I'm thinking people here. He's a fucking DJ. I've been DJing 34 years, so when yeah, people scratching too, I thought you was gonna fuck up. I was watching. No, I was watching. Come I was gonna on. show you a clip of yourself fucking up. <laughs> I couldn't find one. Just so you know, I tried. <laughs> I told you when I first met him. I told him my favorite shit used to juggle when I make mixtapes oh, yeah, was Indian style. 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 And then I would just start getting faster. Indian style. 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 I used Cuban connection for me for the Cuban. Cuban connection. Mexican. Gallon. Sipping Chris style by the gallon. Chris style. Ice style medallions. Now I know. Now I know why I made it. Cheeseburger baby after this. Yo, I've been going two weeks of hardcore eating the worst I can eat. Oh, son of a bitch. Tell you, son of cocaine, brother. I was Shout to Royal Flood. Big up the Royal Flood. Love that dude. So, Joe Fredo connected with Royal Flush somehow. Okay, so, well, no, no, y'all. Let's continue y'all relationship. So, I was surprised because he knew. My music, and I was like, mm. you know, usually when somebody knows my music, it's like some real, real head, like you got, you got hip hop head, like you know mm. what I'm saying. And I, he was like, yo, the shakedown. He was talking, he was going into other shit, and I was like, oh shit, wow, man, I was, I was impressed, right. you know. Right. And then you know, then one day he called me, said, yo, man, she come out to Cali for a couple of days, man, come kick it with me, hang out, shit. Right. So then you knew he was rich. I wasn't, no, nah, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, didn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't doing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ticket. Well, when I got there, I found out. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, 
oh shit. Racing around in all these fancy cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfucker was just a row of keys. It was a row of keys on the county. He's like, yo, whatever you want to drop, just take one. I told Nori the same shit. He didn't believe me. No, no, no. I definitely believed you, sir. I said, Google. I said, no. Next thing we come to LA, stay at the crib. We have man cars you can get around. It was like it was like going on a key, like going to camp. You know what I'm saying? I went, I went out there for like well, like a week, I think I was out there, and I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. We just right. he's like, yo, I gotta go. We went to another part of California. He's like, you drive that, he's right. gonna drive that. We're racing all these cars. And this is Malibu. It was fun, Malibu. man. I just like had a bunch of fucking fun. Hey, you never came to the I'm drunk. I was in the first the first the first crib I was in. The first crib was was in uh Look. It was before Malibu. It was before Because listen, that was well, the one before I invite Russell Peters to Studio um, City. Studio City, I was in. You, you, you did come to Studio City. I'm trying to floss on him, right? I'm like, yo, come to, you know, Malibu Soho House. He's like, hey, guy, I'm not a member. I said, exactly. That's why you got your black boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got your black boy. Yo, 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 here's the hell shit. He's the one that came and picked me up that day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dad got drunk real. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay. Then I realized real fast that he kept saying, because, you know, I got to call people to come get me. I was like, you don't call, like, Uber? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, nah. And I just realized, I said, oh, shit. And and this is the first time I invited him. I tried to floss on him, you know. So I invited him. And then, you know, I tried to take care of the bill, because that's the type of person I am. I like to take care of the bill. And he went to the guy. He's like, relax. He was car down. I forget what it was. It was an Amex big boy. I don't know remember what kind. It was a uh, black. It was a black. All right, all right, cool. I wanted hey. you to say it. <laughs> it was a black. He's like, I take care of it. I had the old blacky knuckles car. So I was like, Cause I was like, alright, cool, he took care of this bill. But then I had my wife's bill downstairs. So I was like, alright, cool, you took care of this. This is, this is us. Cause you know, we went upstairs. But I got outside, I said, yo, let me just, I, I should just take care of this right now. He's like, oh, give me that one too. I said, oh shit. This guy's getting that guapalina. <laughs> I also knew he was a gentleman. I knew that. I knew he had that. his wife with him. She was bored. I could yeah. see it in her face. She was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, and then he left and he went and had dinner with Fat Joe at fucking Craig's. But uh, yes, that's a fact. That's it wasn't the same day, I think it was the it's next a, day. Yes, yes, it was. It was the same day? It was okay, on TMZ that's, the that's, next day. Yeah, that's probably, why, that's probably why I don't remember it. I just <laughs> see it on TMZ. I was like, oh, that dad really was me. Like But um hip hop, man. Holy moly. Okay. We got we got three hours already. That's hard. All right, thank you. You could have probably said that to my face. Damn, I got that same text. <laughs> the same text. Was that? No, that's, uh, that's that shit. Would that let you know? That let you know we talking some. Was that you, Wyclef? Did you do that? Tell the boss some pants. That's real. I love. I love. I love talking. Have you watched Hip Hop Evolution? I have not watched Hip Hop Evolution. I've watched every stand up you had because I wanted to focus on you today. You have. Did you like it? Um, yes. That was me, yes. son. Yes. No, I know. I no, thought, I'm not going to lie. The next thing we were talking people, about. I feel like the people... Matter, I haven't been on it yet, though. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, listen, I got you on the better I'm one. not going to be... I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm, everything... When you're hip-hop, you want to be a part of all these documentaries or docuseries. I'm not For me, lie. it's hard Let because... Let me ask you something. Because yeah. you have, like, 1,200 specials on Netflix. Uh-huh. 
game and shit. I say I'm only joking though. But it, but to to this day, man, that motherfucker like who does this? He's like, you know how Steve is. He's like, who does this shit? Who who, who plays with guns like this? Who does this? Who? He was furious with me about that shit. Right. And it just every time I tried to do something in the game, man, that shit came up. Right. It always came up like, yo, this motherfucker's not. He can rap. But he ain't the normal dude. He's right. he's a troublemaker, or he's dangerous, or he's right. he's he's a bully, or whatever the fuck they wanted to say. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that kind of shit, you know, you know, when you're young, making right. silly mistakes and shit like that. You know, it is what it is. I don't have, like I said, I don't regret it because I was still able to focus on music. You know what I mean? But I I, I think I hurt myself a lot of times by not being so approachable. What do you think about this Nipsey Hustle shit? Because in a lot of ways. We all got that rebellious attitude. We mm-hmm. all got the, you know, the hood. Let's, let's represent. Let's try. Let's try to go back to the hood and let's let's do this. And sometimes that one million percent works, and, and most of the time it one million percent works. But then there's that time that that five percent of the time that overlooks the ninety five percent of the time where it mm-hmm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. And this is just a tragic situation. I don't know if you ever met. Him. I never did. I felt like I know him. I think if I, Everyone I think I if I met him, I'd probably be more sad, even right. more sad right. than I was to see that he passed away or that he was kept murdered, that he was murdered like that. Right. Um, I, I, I think that guys like him, you know, they come every once in a while. You know, right. they 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 very they, special, very in, a special individual that comes every once in a while that is able to. That every once in a while that he's able to impact the culture of hip hop. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? With, with, with what he does, whether it's good deeds or his music or whatever the case. I, I think it's sad that, you know, that that happened to him in his own yeah. neighborhood. I don't think people should be afraid of their communities, though. No, I don't I, think so. I don't Dude, think people either. should not go back to their communities and do things like that. No. I, I don't think that you should, You do, people should say, no, don't go back to your community. Like, if you're gonna do good, you have to do good where good is needed. Right. You know, so whether you do it in your own community or a community that's similar to yours, it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that that can't happen. Right. To me, something just as bad is when, you know, you go into a corporate America and that's pumping you to sell records to be somebody you're not, right. and you still end up getting robbed and shot and they, right. you know. So to it me, it could happen anywhere. It could happen right. anywhere, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? And right. I just think it's it's it's, it's unfortunate. That we do these things to each other. So right now, the energy right now, like I'm always on Twitter saying, let's keep that Nipsey hustle energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where you can reach out to cats. Spray Fox's flowers now. Yeah, Yeah. yo, my my nigga Nori, nigga say, let's give Russell Peters his next tiger bone shot now. All these fucking frivolous beasts. shit. You know what I'm saying? Catch Get these frivolous beasts. I think it's so dope. I mean, I hope it lasts. Gangs are uniting. Like we need that energy yeah, to keep going, yeah, yeah. keep going. You know, and, and and it's funny because there's people that been hitting me up and they just be hashtagging the marathon continues. Yeah, people that I didn't think would hashtag that, and it shows you how much what Nipsey did is yeah, creating everything in hip hop right now, like in the community. I think so, I think as long as that shit stays and sticks, man, and, and, and as the long as long as it sticks, because all it takes is one asshole. To fuck it up for everybody. Well, which well, always happens. Well, but always but it, like, we all need well, to be prepared for that. that one asshole. And re- we, 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 that's and what re- happened. Yeah. Well, you know, with, with, the, with Nipsey. That yeah. one asshole. Yeah. yeah. So now you got to think about it as. You think about Bum B, he just fucking. 
He had to shoot dude. He had to shoot dude. Yeah. 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 himself. You heard about that, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he man. had to do that. Let's do it. I'm not mad at him. I mean, that's, yeah. You know? And let's so, so, listen, right LL, now, LL beat the motherfucker. He beat the oh, Daniel. Yeah. I got him to talk about it. I got him to talk about it. On Dream Champs. I got him to talk about it. And what's fucked up is that I just, I mean, I don't want to put my business out there and what I got in my crib, but I just moved my joint. Because I have, a, I have a, a baby that's about to be one year old, and she's starting to move around, and I and have my joint next to the bed. And I'm like, ah, I don't want it, because she might grab it or something. Oh, so no. I just moved it to another room, but the Good. bum joint made me feel like, nah, I need it back next no, to the bed. No, but you can put it in the kill case. You can put it in a level, like, I, I went in a crib in Malibu. You, you didn't go to that crib, put and I went in Malibu? It's, yeah. a, it's a crib, you put it right there, and, and you can put you and your wife's fingerprint. It was like this, boom, and the shit just on released. The, on the joint? On the joint. Like, you could put it on the wall where your, the baby can't reach it. Like, this was some ill Republican motherfucker crib that I, I rented. Oh, I've been to that crib. No, I've been to that crib. I've been to that crib. On the hill. All, all, all you gotta do is put your thumb or your wife's thumb. It's, I think it takes about the three fingerprints. And they'll, they go like this, and the shit just releases. Cause yeah, man. But I don't, but I don't feel safe without it right next to my not, If it's not, if it's not, if it's the child, like Person, like you could, you could physically grab the gun while it's on there and pull the trigger, and it won't move because it won't do nothing unless you, the fingerprint matches first. It's one million percent digital. Some ill fucking person. <laughs> I went to the house from the ship is ill. Wow. It was ill. You asked me about the premiere album. Yeah, yeah, please. The uh, called Collection. Yes. Yeah, a bunch of joints he did for me. He didn't do personally for me, but I right. that, the collection is a bunch of premier stuff right. that he's never done a beat for me. Right. He's always given me something somebody didn't like or he didn't want them on. He didn't like them on it or whatever. He gave mm. me that. Then I, I got to say this too before I bounce. Mm. Knots. I did an album. Knots is an ill I, I did an album with Knots. What's the name of the album? I, I was Pop Pop Pop. Yeah. yeah, and. Yo, the support that I got from 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 LL on the Rock the Bells radio, bro. Uh, this shit changed incredible my life. Incredible station man. that uh, he created. And motherfucking uh, shit so, changed my he, life. So. And he won the lawsuit against the dudes that were doing the Rock the Bells concert. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, boy. yeah. He won the lawsuit against. Them. Oh, that's yeah. dope. Well, that's dope. Yeah. Well, well, let me just tell you something, man. Freddie Fox. Tell you something. <laughs> Wake the fuck up. For the glamour. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Because we went, we went, we paused. Oh, God. Pause. Hey, I need the cold water, is what I need. We this guy pause. stole my shit. Yeah. We, don't, we don't got cold water. <laughs> we went, we went. Like Romeo like, Santos stole my shit. <laughs> but, but, but let me just say something. I want to say it to your face how much I respect you. Oh, that's like How much, um, you know, I admire you, how much I admire what you did for hip-hop. And I just enjoy uh, just, just you know, going through your history today. Like, and then, and I'm going to also give you, uh, even though, you, though you're sleeping, come on, wake up. I'm going to get you. I'm actually doing my Because all, when I researched you, all I was researching was, like, funny shit. Like, so as I was, as I was, like, I, I came late. I came late. Hey, yo. I came late. Pause. That, that, that was definitely wrong. <laughs> uh, can you roll another one? Is, is it? Right, no, he uh, came late. No, no, I can't because I really want to come thoroughly. I didn't want to, you know, do a search of just some 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 normal shit. And, and me and you are cool in real life. So I wanted to thoroughly do a great, you know what I'm saying? Like so right. I, I went and searched everything. And and uh you have a great life, man. And okay. the fact that you you don't defer from hip hop, you actually 
accept hip hop and you know keep that shit with you. That shit is honorable, you know. For me, right. I wouldn't have an identity with him without hip hop, though. Right. I don't know who the fuck I'd be right now. Right. I don't know how I would talk. I don't know how I'd walk. Mm. Everything has been influenced from hip hop since I was about 12, mm. 11, 12 years old. So it's always been there. No, but so many people will got at your level and be like, fuck them motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, no. Those just I not real people. Because we see that in hip hop all the time. <laughs> They're not honorable men. I'm telling you, sometimes I think about it, nigga. I'm like, I don't even know how to say about my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, you know, I'm just saying. And the factor you hold it down. There's a lot of not honorable dudes out there. And you, you out there in the private planes and Hell bringing no. your crew and taking not them always. to Vegas. And taking them to Vegas. How dare thy, Mr. Santiago? Yeah, that was that was hard. And they tried to complain. They was like, hey, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we don't know where the fuck we're going to be at next day. And then, well, that's the old video from six years ago. Yeah. I mean, is, is now that, I was like, listen, I got assistant? a four-seater for the weekend. <laughs> What's his name? Fucking Juan? What's his name? Fucking Why Eddie. Why you gotta be fucking Juan, man? No, this is fucking Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, Come fucking on, Eddie. Bro. I don't know, in my mind, is fucking Eddie. Eddie is like fucking bullshit. <laughs> Nobody else gonna drink champagne with me. Nope. Yeah, I'm gonna drink champagne with you. Oh, of course. You don't drink anything. Jesus. Come on, Bastia. You drank all my fucking bottles, dickhead. Thank you, brothers, because you know why? I could have did a three hour episode with you alone. Yeah. I could have did a three hour episode with you alone, but the fact that you brothers came together, I, I, I felt like that was the ultimate flaw. I saved you two and a half hours. No, no, I feel like the ultimate flaws, and I felt like, you know, I feel like this was so much appreciated. I feel mm. like, you know, with the audience and the platform that we got. Y'all ain't know, seen each other since when? No, I don't know. We talked. We talked. Yeah, we talked. But, talk. um, and and let's, let's thank the professionalism because we just communicated on IG yep. and made this happen. Yeah, I thought so, you was hard. Yeah, yeah, I thought you was going to communicate. No, no, my, my, my people hit you up first. Right. But then we communicated and then we did. Yeah, we thought you were going to have an assistant or assistant to the assistant assistant huh. to yeah. the assistant. And we literally <laughs> ordered them here because we have no budget. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. And I didn't want to ask you, I was like, yo, y'all, you're selling a car or not? <laughs> I'm like, nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say nobody shit. Like, we just we get you I, I said you high. We just got here But that's, that's a point of sake of hip-hop. It's just like, you know what? You know, kind of when me and E started this, we didn't know what we were doing, but what we did know, we knew that our heart was in the right place. We and just we love that If this man. shit works, we knew that when you have 10 years in this game, it's a fucking absolute travesty when people say you washed up. Yeah. People say that. You, 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 you can't do it again or you ain't what you was before. The thing is, wine ages better in life. Champagne ages better in life. Brandy, cognac. Why the fuck we can't do that as people? And why the fuck we can't do that as our community? If fuck the world doesn't believe that, why we can't believe that right. and enforce that? Right. Every other culture, you get... You know, you're Beatles and you, you, people look at you as, as that status. Why the fuck we can't make that shit in our own culture and hip hop? That's why I admire the fact that, you know, you, you got to the level that you at and you still higher for who her. I don't know if you're higher or not. Let me do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're higher. Anybody can hire, hire Kuhur. No, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Kuhur hired him. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's honorable shit. You know what I'm saying? That's honorable shit because you could have had, like I said, Russell Crowe coming out there and fucking, you know, headbutt. A fucking kangaroo. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What he does. Uh, that guy, did I say that out loud? I just felt that in my mind. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? What I'm saying? You keep it hip hop, and that's what the fuck we honor. Like me personally, 
and EFN. Let me they say that together. Our whole crew, whole drink chat. Y'all can make noise. If you, if you got 10 years or more in this game, we don't want to kick you out. We want a motherfucking cushion your chair. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that, you know, when you sit down, your shit, your, your shit is, your shit got a cushion. You know what I'm saying? This shit, you ain't sit, you know, I know that sounds crazy, but what I'm saying is, we want to take care of our people. Why shouldn't we? You know what I'm saying? Like, why shouldn't we, you know, the more that you're seasoned, the more that you put into this game. We don't got no pension in hip hop, so why don't we fucking make our own pension? By us praising each other, by us telling each other, yo, my dude, you can, we, we, we got your back. What you did, I respect that. Thank you. I'm holding you down. I'm, and we're going to continue to do that. Uh, we got to do that as a culture. We got to do that as a people. But if we can do it easier as just being hip-hop people, mm. then I, I'm with that. If we can't do it as black people, we can't do it as Latinos. Yeah, and we can say hip-hop. Hip-hop. Hip-hop is about to be a fucking, our new religion, our new fucking... Nationality, but thank you. We take a picture of me at the drink. Thank you for making me a drink, champ. Bro. Man, you are. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty. Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.